What is up, YouTube? Welcome in to another edition of Bucky and BK live on Texas Sports Unfiltered and on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. Today is Wednesday, January 10th, 2024. And the Buck and I are with you for the next two hours talking plenty of Texas Longhorn sports. The men's basketball team with a nice bounce back win in Cincinnati last night. We'll talk about that win for Rodney Terry's group. Also, a key cog for the Texas defense announces that he will be coming back in 2024. We'll discuss what that means for the Longhorns next season. Plus, just a couple of days away from the start of the NFL playoffs, which wildcard teams have the best chances to make deep runs in the postseason. We've got an updated NFL mock draft. We'll let you know where the Texas Longhorns are falling in that. We've got NFL head coaching odds to get to. And, of course, plenty of fun along the way because that's what we do right here on Texas Sports Unfiltered. What's going on, Buck? Everything's going on, BK. Check this out. I needed to find some old numbers. The Blackberry. Whoa. There it is. Look at it. Look at it, folks. That is the ultimate way that you get in touch with other people. This is this is the deal right here. The BlackBerry returns. The numbers never go away from the BlackBerry. That's your old phone? That's got Augie Garrido in there. It's That's even got dead people. <laughs> it's got dead people. Your phone sees dead people. My phone sees dead people and keeps their numbers right here. How about that? Isn't that something? Why did you bring that out? Rod Babers, Bama Brown. <laughs> I mean, I needed I needed a number, and it's in here. Bobby Bones. Wow. Lunchbox. You got the who's who in there. Oh, yeah. Barry Alvarez. Oh. That thing still works? Well, no, it, it just it will keep the names. It'll come up. But it doesn't, you know, it, you can't use it. It's It's off the grid, but... It's got the numbers. I bet if you went to the AT&T store and asked them to reactivate that phone, you could. And they Big, would. Big Brown, owner of High Park Bar and Grill. That goes back a long way right there now. That is awesome. Oh, my gosh. Bill, gonna... Bill Shoning. There you go. Holy. That's Bill from real. People's uh, Pharmacy. The old pharmacy in Austin. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that one doesn't do much for me. The other names were pretty cool, but you lost me at a pharmacist. Really? Didn't care too much about that guy. Bob Cole. The see great. I, Hopefully, you, you should have Bob Cole's number in your new phone. Some of I those do, numbers. I do. I was just seeing if I can. I'll call him on the old phone and see if I can get my uh, my ticket refund back from Coke Fest. Mm. It is January 2024. January. I should be getting January. that back by now, right? You think so? Not so fast. Mm. I feel like you probably should have gotten it back, but I don't know if you will. <laughs> Ryan Jones. Ah, BJ. Well, I got him. Oh, this is great. What about Andrew Bryant? And, oh, he's in here. And Andrew Brandt. You got they're both. both in, they're both in here. <laughs> we got to rehash that audio at some point. You know, we need to talk to Andrew. We need to talk to uh, Brandt, don't we? Sometime. He's still doing his thing in Philly. He's still doing yeah. NFL. We need. I'll get him. Taking some money from his buddies. Oh my god! Goodness guy, I just hope that guy's still wandering the earth. The other one, mm -hmm. he was having some struggles there. You got Makovic's number in there? 
I do. John Magvig is in there. There you go. He's still alive and well, living in, I think, Arizona. And good morning yeah. to the soldiers at Port Cabasas, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for what you do. It is appreciated. And please be safe out there. PK, here's something for you. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Hard work beats Pam Cummings when Pam Cummings doesn't work hard. Pam Cummings always works hard. Mm. Not sure I want to know what that means. She's the prettiest hippie on earth. What are you giving us a tip for kids on a Wednesday? A little tip for you on a Wednesday. Mm. Give it to me again. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. I like that. Like that? that? Was that somewhere in the old Blackberry? That was in the Blackberry. <laughs> Man, I will pay you good money to use that as your primary phone. <laughs> I, I want you to be the guy with the Blackberry. I know you've got the iPhone now, but go back to the Blackberry here in 2024 and, and see how that works for you. Dude, that's the old one. I In my drawer somewhere... I have a brand new BlackBerry that's never been used. Now, do I keep that? And look, in the plat, there's, look, that's brand new, never been used. No way. Yeah, I mean, what do I do with that? Do I just keep that Nextel BlackBerry, never been ne used? Nextel? Yes. Wow. Is there such I thing as Nextel now? Are they still around? No chance. No. Maybe in a few years that will be an antique and you could sell it for good money. I mean, right now it's probably not worth anything, but, you know, for your grandkids, when they get to your age. Maybe that's what I'm going to do for my, that's what I'm going to do, wrap it up for Christmas next year <laughs> for my six-year-old granddaughter. I wonder if I wrap uh, that up and give that to her. Her mom will freak out. Oh, she'll, you want, she'll want to put it on. Oh, you wanted a bike? How about a Blackberry instead? How about a a BlackBerry and a um, pinball machine, Pac-Man machine or something. Well, that would be a good gift. Well, they've got Lady Pac-Man. I mean, our guys at Austin Billiards Superstore, they have the ones you sit down and you can sit down and still play Pac-Man on. Lady Pac-Man? Mrs. Pac-Man? Is that what it was? Yeah, I Mrs. Think so. Pac-Man wasn't Lady Pac-Man. Lady <laughs> Pac-Lady? Lady Pac-Lady. No, it was uh, Mrs. Pac-Man. I didn't Pac even play those games. I never played... Kong or Pong or whatever. I wasn't. I never played any of that stuff. What about the game on the BlackBerry, the Brick what? Breaker game? There's a game on a BlackBerry. Oh man, it's one of the best games ever. Come on, I seriously. I remember my dad had one of those for a little bit when I was growing up. And was your dad disappointed that thing had to go away? I mean, I could close my eyes and get to the numbers on this thing. Mm, I don't think he was too upset. No, the BlackBerry went away. He Come was more on. upset with me for other things. I don't think he was upset that the BlackBerry disappeared. I think he got over that one pretty quickly. Wow. What I a know, start. You know Chris Bennett had BlackBerry. You know he had. He had like three of them. You think he so? Probably, he probably had a pager too at one time. <laughs> I never had a pager. Really? Never. I've never had a pager. You had a pager even? No, that's a little Pages bit. Pagers were gone when you... When you grew yeah. up, there was no pager, right? I, mean, I, I remember I remember seeing them when I was a kid, but by the time I got to the point where I could have like a phone or a piece of technology like that, they were long gone. Yeah, yeah. Started with the old flip phone. That was where uh, I began. Our guy, CB, there he is. He had a beeper in middle school. <laughs> about that? Running around this playground with a beeper. Right. Do you have uh, Nunley's phone number in there? DJ no, wants to know. No, nothing for Nunley. Mm. No. Amazing. 
All right. We'll appreciate Pam all Cummings the love. Is in, Pam is in here. There you go. Pam's still with us? Pam is still with us, man. Living, still doing pottery in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Pottery? Yeah, she was always into pottery. I told you, she's a throwback, man. She's throwback a... from way, way back, man. She did, she did pottery, you know, wood-burning stove. None of that other stuff. I've lived in a house with her with a big wood-burning stove, man. You had to go out in the middle of the night and start getting that wood and sliding it back into this. And when that hot, when that house was hot, it was hot. But when it was cold, it was freezing cold. Because when I went to sleep, I wasn't getting up in the middle of the night to put any wood back in that thing. I was out. So you weren't putting any wood in Pam Cummins' thing? <laughs> no, never. Mm. Never, never, never. Interesting. We had all curtains. Right. We didn't have doors. We had curtains. We all lived upstairs on the third floor, and we had curtains for doors. You just walked through a curtain. There was no privacy. It was just no way. Oh no, you didn't have a door. You had a curtain that came across the top, or beads like hippie beads. Yeah, yeah. I had I had beaded curtains my uh, senior year of college. I got really? mad. I got mad at sports at some point, so I punched through my bedroom door, and you went beads. And I went beaded curtain and it was, it, it was a disaster. I mean, it was just, it was not good for the roommates at all. I guess not. Yeah. Cause it was a three bedroom place and it wasn't super big. It was just a random West campus apartment and yeah, not a lot. Okay, of, you can uh, hear everything uh, through those beads. You can hear yeah, everything. They, they, they didn't do a whole lot in terms of uh, protecting sound. So no. they had to hear what I had going on and I oh, had to hear man. what they had going on and, uh, yeah, not uh, not my finest work, but that's pretty funny that you also had beaded curtains. Beaded, beaded, yeah, it was great, yeah. man. It was great. It was, I mean, it was it was fun times, man. I had a good time. I had a good time living with Jimmy and Pam. I mean, it was there was there was a lot, and it was in an old house. You think that son of that plantation home we stayed in New Orleans was old? I mean, this was colonial house. Oh. No, the slaves, up, the slaves had up and left that place from the basement a long time before I even got in that thing. Mm. They weren't even around. It was up north, so they had gotten out before the oh, folks yeah. in New Orleans did. <laughs> oh, yeah. The ones who were in New Orleans were trapped down there. They were stuck for uh, a lot longer than they wanted to be. Oh, what a great life. What a great I, life. I have lived a great life. Yes, you have. Longhorn fan from Denton asks, what about Roy G. Biv? Is his number no, in that? Roy G. Biv is, was recently, that was when I, that was just before I got married to, to Joyce. We went on that, that trip to Coeur d'Alene. That's where uh, Rod Baber's wife is from, Coeur d'Alene. So <laughs> it was a, it was a great, what a beautiful, beautiful place that was. And Roy G. Biv was just building a brand new facility besides his other home for people to stay in. It was that was the bed and breakfast where Roy G. Biv would have breakfast for us out there on the patio overlooking Coeur d'Alene. I mean, you could see the moose down below. It was, it was, it was different. That was when I drove up, it was like a one lane kind of road up on the mountain. Like if you went over to the side, you were, that was it. You were like, if your car, if somebody was coming at the same time, somebody was backing down because two cars couldn't fit. Mm. And I had a bad back, so I could backing up was not going to be me backing up. Whoever was coming up that thing when I was going down was going to have to back all the way down to the bottom. It was a scary place, but man, what a great breakfast! And that guy was something else. All the colors of the rainbow. Yep, and he shared the bed with you, all right. It was the three no, of you sleeping no. in the same bed. He no, shared we were in your bed and your breakfast. No, no, 
He did not bring the sausage and the pancakes. Oh, no, no. no. Syrup then, just no. that. <laughs> oh, man. What a grow. Oh, my goodness. Oh, what a awesome. time. What a start to today's show. The Blackberry making an appearance yes. on a Wednesday. Love that. Keep the text coming on the code of text line 512-222-9328. We appreciate all of you listening on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. And, of course, the YouTube crowd. Thank you all, as always, for tuning in. Keep your comments coming as well. Nice bounce back win for the Texas basketball team last night on the yes. road in Cincinnati. Um, Texas playing its first Big 12 road game of the season. Of course, coming off of that disappointing loss this past weekend here in Austin. The Longhorns were five and a half point dogs at Cincinnati. Cincinnati wasn't ranked, but they were 12 and two going into last night's game. Uh, they beat BYU in Provo on Saturday. So coming off of a very impressive win, they had a lot of momentum. Texas felt like they were leaking a little bit of oil going into last night, and the Longhorns found a way to get it done in a back-and-forth affair. 14 ties, 14 lead changes. The Longhorns were down 73-70 to 70 with just under a minute to go, and Texas scored the final four points of the game, including the game-winning shot. From Max Asmus, of course, the transfer in his first year in Austin. He hits the game winner with just under six seconds to go. The Longhorns get a big stop at the buzzer to preserve the one-point win. So, Bucky, we talked about how big of a game. I know it was oh, yeah. the second game in conference play for this Longhorn team, but it felt like an important one for Texas to kind of get the BBs back into the box. They were able to do it in the last second. Yeah, you know, that was a that was a good since that's a good Cincinnati team. As you said, they won, they beat BYU in Provo. That that team is good. And and last night what we saw from Texas was a team still kind of finding their way, but figuring out who needs to be playing minutes in that in that basketball. Dylan DeSue played a lot of minutes, scored a lot of points, which means yeah, he's he's just about ready to go. You know, Cedric did he didn't play. He so you didn't you didn't see much of him. He's got the back still going on with him, but I think things are starting to come around a little bit for them. They needed they needed a road win like that with a good team, not just some scrubby team. But that Cincinnati team is pretty good, so that that was a good good win. You know, Ace was scoring 15 last night, the game winner. I mean, that's not going to be his last game winner. He he's going to take those game winning shots. He likes to take a lot of shots, but to have 15 points, I thought it was just kind of just right. I didn't think he forced a lot last night. I think they figured out Dylan DeSue is really good. You know, and I, yeah, I think he's, he's only going to get better and better as he as he heals up a little bit, and understand they understand that they need to get the ball into him, because for a not so big guy that's a big guy, he plays strong, he plays physical, but his little jump shot, these little jumpers that he have, boy, are they deadly? I mean, he's still coming off of you know I didn't know if that was just a little streak that he had going on last year or was he going to get better? He's got the possibility of getting even better this year. Yeah, 33 points for Dylan DeSue last that's, night. That's, his that's got to be his highest performance, right? Career high, yep. Not only at Texas, but also going back to his time at Vanderbilt as well. He was uh, 13 of 23 from the floor, hit four threes, too. And, and teams right, leave him was, alone. I don't know. They're going to stop that, too, very, very soon. I was saying, go ahead, take that. You're not, you're not going to hit a bunch of those. They're going to stop doing that. They better start covering him out there. Yeah, now you uh, you got to respect the three from uh, from Dylan Nassou because he has now proven the ability that he can knock them down. And uh, yeah, I mean, look, that was 
the most minutes he's played in a game all season long as well. 34 minutes for Dylan DeSue. It was his first start of the year. And that's where I question Rodney Terry a little bit. Like, DeSue's been on a bit of a minutes restriction yeah. since coming back from injury. I mean, he missed most of non-con play uh, coming back from that foot surgery. But it's like, if, if he could have done that, why was he not playing more against Texas Tech? Like, why was he coming off the bench only playing 17 minutes in a game that you lost? You really could have used more Dylan DeSue over the weekend. And instead, you had Brock Cunningham in the starting lineup over him. Now, last night, I don't know if DeSue would have started if Caden Shedrick wasn't out. We found out minutes before tip-off that Caden Shedrick was going to miss the game because he was dealing with some back spasms. So uh, that put Dylan DeSue in the starting lineup. And... You know, 33 points, like that dude looked perfectly fine. He looks 100% healthy right yes. now. So he was... Yeah, they got to find out who their starting five is going to be and and start to roll a little bit with that. Well, I mean, it's pretty simple. Brock Cunningham needs to come off the bench. Yeah. He needs to be yeah. the sixth, sixth man or the seventh man or whatever. Yeah, the decision the decision's made. Like whenever Caden Shedrick comes back and hopefully it's right. uh, for the game this weekend in Morgantown then, yeah, Brock Cunningham's got to come off the bench. I mean, he's he's a hustle guy. He provides some spark, but he's not a starter. Like, you need a guy like that to come off the bench and give you 15 to 20 good minutes a night. And give uh, me eight, uh, eight, eight points. Oh, well, you're not getting that. I mean, he, hey, I got a full two last night. You're right. Yeah, he had zero against the Your Markers on Saturday. He did have two on zero made shots. He had two free throws last night against Cincinnati. But look, that's not why Brock Cunningham's on the right. team. But yeah, I mean, give me, just give me the points. I don't care how you get them. No. Diving around, guys fouling you, because I know you're going to foul. So when you get to the free throw line, make them. If there's a three available for you, that's why I said if he can get eight points, if he can get to the part where he's giving you six to eight points, you're going to be happy with that. And playing, playing good defense, not defense where you file out of games and put guys at the free throw line. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean, Cunningham averaging 5.2 points per game this year. So if he can get to six to eight, yeah, uh, I would I would absolutely take that. His role, though, is less of a score, right? If you can get points from Brock Cunningham, that's right. a bonus. But he is your, uh, your grit on defense. He's your hard-nosed, physical, old-school type of player. He'll go uh, jaw at people. He'll go bang bodies with people. He'll, uh, he'll fight for those loose balls and get yes. those rebounds in deep. Uh, that's what he does. But, yeah, you, that, that guy can't be starting for you anymore, and I don't think he will be starting. I think Rodney Terry, with what he saw last night from Dylan DeSue, sure. realizes that, okay, that guy is ready to go. He doesn't need to come off the bench anymore. And the best five for Texas would be with Dylan DeSue and Caden Shedrick both in the lineup. I know two big scares people, but because DeSue can stretch the floor the way that he can, like you said, he's got the ability to oh, knock yeah. down those threes now. Uh, I think you can have both of those guys on the floor at the same time and be successful. Yeah, I think, and they're, I, I think they've, they've, they've kind of found what they needed to find. It's just a matter of, I, I still think Aisman still has to be not just a shooter, but he's got to be, a, you know, a distributor. But I, I'm, I'm hoping for something that's probably not going to happen. He's not good inside with the big men. He's just not a, He's not a, 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 an assist guy where you're going to get six or seven assists a, a game from him. I guess he led three. the team. He led the team with five assists last That's night. That's what I said. If you get five, three to five, you probably pretty should be pretty happy with that. Especially yeah, I mean, if he's going to score fifteen to twenty points. He's a shooter. Yeah, that's what he is. Like, yeah, that, that, that's what. Uh, if you'd watched Max Aismith play the last few years at Oral Roberts, like the guy is a shooter. He he's looks like, like the guy on the playground is going to take all the shots. Yeah. Well, you don't. He, you don't have to worry about it when he comes down. The minute you hand it off to him, 
you better start getting ready for some rebounds because it's going up. Well, that's that's a good thing because him and DeSue are the best offense for Texas right yes. now. And Max Aismas has been incredibly clutch. I know there have been some Texas fans who have been critical of some of his performances this year, but he still leads the team, averaging 17 points per game. And he has also saved Texas twice this year. He had a game winner against Louisville. Yeah, like you said, Buck, oh, I don't think this is going to be his last game winner. He's already got two. Texas has played like half the season right now. He has been a godsend for this team. And Texas would have lost to a bad Louisville team at yeah. Madison Square Garden if Max Aismas didn't hit a game winner there. And I know Cincinnati has that big win over BYU, and maybe they're better than people thought they were going to be. Cincinnati was picked to finish 11th out of 14 teams in the Big 12. So that's that. I don't know if that would have been a good loss. Well, there's no such thing as a good loss, but no, that, that would have been a bad loss. It, it still would have been. been a maybe bad maybe loss. Cincinnati's really good this year, right? Maybe they end up I think making they are. I think that's a good basketball team, but and I don't know if they'll finish 11th, but you that's the team. That's one of those ones you had to go on the road for your sake, not for Cincinnati's, but for your sake, you had to beat them at their place, and that's what happened. So I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited for them. I think they found a little something. And hopefully they can hold on to that because things are going to get ready to start to get real tight and tough. Yeah, in the Big I mean, look, it's, it's hard to say a game this early was a must-win game, but you go zero and two yes. in this league. I mean, look, Texas was picked to finish third in the conference. Like this team had aspirations of being in the mix to win this thing. If you start the year zero and two with the home mm -hmm. loss to Texas Tech and a road loss to Cincinnati, yeah, then all of a sudden. Right. You know, you're saying, okay, we've got no shot to win this conference. Then all of a sudden, you're really worried about making the tournament. And I won't sit here and tell you that that's a guarantee just because of last night's win. But obviously, Texas in a much better spot finding a way to get the job done. Here's the uh, the Acemas game winner, by the way. No sound due to YouTube copyright rules. Well, I say no sound, and then I'm going to have to stop that and recut this without sound real quick because we're not allowed to play that. I will let you hear from Dylan DeSue after the game last night talking about the Longhorns finding a way to get the victory. I just wanted to give it all. We we know this is a defining moment for our season. We've heard a lot of talk from everyone um, that this is the Texas's year and uh, we're not we're not last year's team and we know we're not last year's team but we want to be better than that uh, and make a run this year. So we just wanted to come out and prove the naysayers wrong. Well you got one thing right. That was a defining moment because if you lost that game there was there was going to be trouble in paradise then I believe. Yeah, you had to have you that as a team. You had to come together and win that game. Yep, he got a couple of things right. Um, this is not last year's team, unfortunately. No. This team is not nearly as good as last year's team. Now, hey, I'd love for Texas to make another deep tournament run. That'd be awesome. But uh, last year's team was a two seed. They had won the Big 12 tournament. They were one of the best teams in the country all season long. Hopefully Texas gets there. Plenty of basketball left. Right? This yeah, they're going to have to Yeah, they're, Mitchell's going to have to pick up the pace. They're going to have to find some offense from him. Uh, or I'm just looking, I think you're going to get what you get from him, but they're going to have to find ways that they, that the Aceman's kid will still be your leading scorer, but they're going to have to find ways to screen where he comes off of a screen and gets a jumper because he's not always BK going to get that jumper off. It's going to be a lot of shots that are, people are going to call bad shots because they're going to be people in his face because he's so small. They're all going to be in his face. You know what I mean? Every time he takes a jumper, there's going to be somebody at him. Why are you hating on Aismas so much? I'm just, I'm just saying he's, I, he's the I, best player. Like him and DeSue are the best players on the team. Those guys don't deserve the hate. I, I, it's not the hate. I just think that they're going to have to find ways to get him loose. That he doesn't have to dribble a lot to get loose. Because I, 
And those are some of the shots he takes are rough shots because of the guys that are on him are bigger players. They're just they're tough shots. So I, I think they can get him shots that are a little bit more clean. Mm, That's okay. all. They, they look good. They look clean. And they don't some of the shots that he takes, they look forced because he's so small. That's right. not that he doesn't make them. They just look like they're hard shots because guys that are six three, you know, and six four are covering a guy five ten. It just right. looks tough for him. So right. I think that if they find ways to get him cleared out there with some some solo jumpers, I think it'll 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 maybe it'll look better to me. Maybe yeah. he's still gonna no matter what, no matter how they look, he's still gonna get seventeen to twenty every night. You know, teams realize that Max A. Smith wants to shoot, so they do whatever they can to prevent him from getting clean looks, right? And when yeah. he does get space, it's nighty-night for a defense. Uh, but, yeah, no, teams play physical with him because he is undersized. They will put size on him to try to prevent him from getting clean looks. But he is used to it. I mean, he's yeah. been – I mean, he hadn't grown any anymore probably since high school. He is what he is, so. Absolutely. All right, here is the game-winning shot last night for Max Asmus with no sound, so we could talk about it. You talk about a shooter's touch, Buck. Oh, yeah, that that's friendly right roll. There, nice and smooth. You know, just 6.2 seconds on the clock. Texas down by one. The two-man game with Max Asmus and Dylan DeSue. That's right. where Texas is at its best right now offensively. And that was a contested jumper, too, which, like I said, everybody that covers him is going to be six foot or above probably. So they're all going to be contested. I mean, and But for all his life, they, they've all been probably contested shots on him. Yeah, I'll say one last thing about last night's game. And obviously, if you have more to add, feel free to do so. But uh, Zay and I are going to disagree on this. I only know that because I saw I saw Zay's tweet last night. Um, Zay gave Rodney Terry credit for not calling a timeout on that final possession. And look, it ended up working because Texas made the shot. They got the win. But there easily could have been a travel called. This is right before that game-winning shot. I'm not complaining that the travel was not called, but Texas's possession was sporadic, and you had this happen with Max Asmus. I don't know if you saw that. Major travel right in front of the ref. If that gets called, Texas probably loses the game, and everyone's yelling at Rodney Terry for not calling a timeout. Mm. Didn't get called? I'm grateful for it. But I will never... I will never, ever praise a coach for not coaching. And Cincinnati's coach did the same thing, right? Wes Miller, after Acemas made that shot, Cincinnati had six seconds left. They could have called a timeout. They didn't take one. They jacked up a bad three. It didn't go in, and Texas won. I I will never praise or give credit to a coach making millions of dollars for not doing his job. Ronnie Terry got lucky. Taking that one home with him. Got lucky. And, look, he deserves credit for Texas winning the game. But that's that, you know, Texas dodged a bullet there. That play was looking sporadic. It looked like they didn't have a play. And Max Aismas, for the second time this year, hits a game winner to bail his team and his coach out. So did Zay tweet that out while he was having gumbo with Trey while they were spooning together? Yeah, you you were telling me this before the show. I don't think I've seen this. What is it, a picture or a video? It's a picture. You know, Trey sent you a picture. He says, you know, you asked, are there any more pictures from Louisiana, and Trey sent one out of him and Zay having spooning gumbo together like Lady and the Tramp. Oh, I got to see if I can find this real quick. (laughs) I had to question them both. I had to call Zay yesterday. I said, I don't ever want to see that picture again. 
of you exchanging you guys using the same spoon feeding each other gumbo and then and then trey told me yesterday he wanted to wrap arms around each other with spoons i'm like dude you need to stop now I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. No, I'm saying there's a lot wrong with that. Forget about it. They were Get sharing the, the same bowl of gumbo and eating off the same spoon. What was like yeah. Trey feeding Zay? Yes. Ew. I, I don't think you can. That, that's not supposed to be happening, is it? No. No, I don't well, want that happening. Is that one of those things what, what happens in Louisiana stays in Louisiana? Is that one? One of those that he, he said, I still have another photo for you. I'm like, I don't ever want to see that photo again. He shouldn't have uh, sent that picture because now it ain't staying in Louisiana. I can tell you that. <laughs> Talk to him today about the spoon, the spoon episode, everyone. How has that uh-huh. not gone viral? Okay, here it is, the power of technology. Look, oh, they have two different spoons, but that's, this is after they had got through feeding each other. <laughs> One spoon. But we have no, I mean, no video I mean, evidence of that happening. First of all, if the two dudes are dipping the two different spoons in the same gumbo box, that's still wrong, isn't it? Yeah, they're swapping spit because they put the spoon <laughs> in their mouth and then they put it back into the bowl of gumbo. Yes, yes. So, that's, just, that's still pretty gross. Why don't they wrap arms around each other? Look at this. Wow. Trey said there's not enough. With that. Trey, said there's, Trey said we need more of that with all of us. I'm like, no, we need less of you two gumboing each other. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they put those spoons in their mouths and dipped right back into that gumbo, sharing a bowl of gumbo with another man. That's a bad bit. Huh? That's a bad bit. These guys are grown men. Get your own bowl of gumbo. (laughs) What are we doing here? So even though that's not actually trading the same spoon, isn't that bad enough? Doesn't it look like their knuckles are touching where they're holding their spoons? (laughs) Cheers, Zay. Cheers. We got, we got physical contact here. Two dudes sharing gumbo. Yeah, they might as well be using one spoon. <laughs> two two dudes, one spoon. I don't mean to start anything, but I'm glad I did. Because that's I had to call them both. I called them both up individually and chastised them both for, for that pick right there. And mm. and the, of course, Trey, Trey, of course, thought nothing of it but to say, we need more of that. We need more of that in the world. God, yep, they really <laughs> Dude, who took the, they asked somebody is this a selfie or did they ask someone to take this picture? I think Chip took the picture. Oh, no way Chip's doing that. Yeah, I think Chip was the photographer of this madness. Chip's saying, no chance am I taking that picture. Drippy ass gumbo dripping back in there after it's been in their mouth, and they're gonna dip that spoon right back in there. I think that's Zay's saliva falling off of Trey's spoon. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, no more of this. Nasty. All we don't right. need that's, these kind of picks. That's your fault. I wasn't going to show it. Hey, you, you asked for anybody have any more pictures of Louisiana? Trey mm-hmm. pulled that one out of his hat or mm-hmm. wherever he pulled it out of his shorts or whatever. Oh, yeah. Don't use pull it out when talking about <laughs> that, please. <laughs> make sure both of their wives see that one. Uh, oh, yeah. Send a special copy. I don't know if they'll be too fond of that one. Oh, my goodness. That uh, so te- Texas gets the win. They're back at it on Saturday in Morgantown, taking on West Virginia. West Virginia is the worst team in this league. That's that's a game yeah. Texas should absolutely they, they win. They miss Bob Huggins. They miss, they miss their drunk coach. They miss their uh, drunk, racist, bigoted, <laughs> misogynist, legendary 
coach. Let me make sure I give Huggy Bear the credit he deserves. All of it he deserves, yes. And his little stool, too. Yeah, a Hall of Famer. The guy I call stool boy. He's uh, <laughs> one of the best coaches to ever do it. But we have also learned in recent years that he is kind of a uh, piece of shit human being. <laughs> yes. But that sometimes happens with the uh, the greatest coaches in sports. As we hey, unfortunately learned. You got a national champ who's just cheating his way to national championships. Hey, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You heard him after the game. He said he was innocent. Boy, you didn't, was buy that. you didn't buy all of those pregnant pauses in between him telling all of us that he was innocent five different times? No, coach. Your players may be innocent because they don't know what's going on. But you know, your oh. staff knows. And you, yeah, your players know too because you got to tell, explain to them how you got the signs. Yeah. Hey, here's what they're going to do when the coach gives this sign. How do okay? you know that, coach? And oh, because we, we're cheating. Yeah. Yeah. And look, we got to say they're not student athletes anymore, right? Everyone says that. Oh, they're pros now. That's right. right. Do the pros get held accountable? I don't know. Should they be held accountable? They won't be. Should they be? I don't know. The Pats got a little trouble. Yeah, I, but. The, hey, the Astros took it on the chin a little bit. Well, the, the players, though, didn't get punished. Like, that's the thing. The players got immunity. So even in pro sports, I guess, when you have major scandals like this, when they involve an entire team, obviously, if you have individual scandals, the individual gets in trouble. Uh, but when the team usually gets punished collectively, the players are let off the hook. So, yeah, if something happens to Michigan, it'll be the program. And the worst part is it's something that's going to affect kids who are in high school right now. Or right. Maybe they're in middle school right now. Right. It'll be. Uh, scholarship punishments, maybe a potential bull ban years yeah. down the road. Yeah, this is not going away. Yeah, so Jim Harbaugh might be three or four years into his NFL coaching career, probably. and all the players on this national championship team, they're probably a couple of years into their NFL careers. Or they got their rings. Enterprise. They'll have their rings. They've got their rings. Yes, they will always have their championship rings from Monday. By the way, once again, congratulations, University of Texas football team, and Big 12 champions. That is, that's a big deal. I don't think we said enough. We talked about it, but that's a big deal on the way out. That, that was, that's a great football season to me. That's, that's getting it done. Dude, if you asked me or you or any Texas fan before the year, if they would have signed up for 12 and two with a big 12 title and a college football playoff appearance, everybody would have said yes. Like, Every single person in the world would have said yes. Even guys in that locker room, who I'm sure we're talking about winning a national championship throughout the course of the year, even they would have signed up for that. Before well, I had them losing two games, but it wasn't going through with playoffs and stuff. I, I, I had them as a regular season two-loss team. Yeah, I mean, I thought they'd lose three. I thought they'd win the Big 12. I thought they'd be 9-3 and three in the regular year and then win the Big 12 to get to 10 and then play in a New Year's Six Bowl with the opportunity to get to 11. Right. I didn't think they'd go 11 and one and then win the big 12 by four touchdowns and then make it to the CFP. Yeah. It's a 10 out of 10 season. It's an A season for Texas. Obviously the ending hurt. Once you get to that spot, sure. you want to win it all. And this year, you know, there was no super dominant team in college football. So you felt like the Longhorns had as good of a chance as anybody once they uh, heard their names called on selection. Yeah. Sunday. There was only sleeper teams. Yeah. But uh, all things considered. Yeah. You, you, uh, Look at this whole season all together, and it's a great success for Steve Sarkeesian and company. Now they got to build. 
That goes without saying. They've got to build on this. This cannot be a flash in the pan. They've got to make sure that this is the norm for Texas football. And you said there are, there are a couple players that are going to return, which is good for the football team? Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Texas did get some good news in regards to uh, a player making an announcement yesterday. Most of the announcements have been guys saying they're leaving for the NFL, yeah, but one guy true. took to social media <laughs> to say that he is coming back to Austin for one more year. But before that, Buck, some shout-outs to some sponsors. How about our good friend, Dr. Greg Eckert and Greg Eckert's Dentistry? They are absolutely fabulous. Love those folks over there. They do everything from general dentistry to the most advanced, and I had my teeth restored in just two visits with the great doctor. And folks, 2024, he awaits some new patients, so give him a call today at 512-345-3166. And if you're interested in dental implants, he did tons of those in 2023, and he expects to do the same in 2024. Find out if you are a candidate for dental implants. Turn that frown upside down, whether it's one tooth or many teeth. Dr. Eckert can get that done in just one visit. Now, general dentistry, teeth whitening, uh, teeth cleaning, extractions, Dr. Eckert is all about that, too. He wants you to have great dental health during this new year. And as I said, if you want to become a new patient, please do. He's welcoming your new insurance because your new insurance cards are out there as of GN1. So get them out there. Find out if Dr. Eckert would love to have, because he would love to have you as a new patient for sure. Been doing this for over 28 years, over 1,500 cases of restoring teeth. If you need IV sedation, folks, if you're afraid to go to the dentist, if you're still fearful of the sound of the drill, and all that chatter in the back, this is the place you want to go because it is smooth sailing once you get in there. You'll go back with the doctor. You'll find out exactly what you need to have done and talk to him about what you'd like to have done yourself. And Dr. Eckert will get that done. He's our dentist. should be your dentist also. Yes, indeed. I've got my brain vault hat today. There you go. Bringing it in. Bringing it in the new year. Still undefeated. Nobody's had a concussion that's used brain vault. Oh, yeah. If you've got uh, a youth athlete and you want to make sure that they are as safe as possible when playing their sports. Spring means soccer and, and Little League baseball. Let's get them going. Let's get them oh, yeah. fitted. All of those sports, football, gymnastics, golf, volleyball, basketball. Golf. I don't know if you need a mouth guard when playing golf. Although, if you're playing with the Texas cheaters, because we did learn yesterday <laughs> that one Texas cheater hit another Texas cheater with a golf ball during a yes. round, then maybe it's you do need. That brain vault mouth. Oh, you may be right. I may have to have that mouthpiece in when I'm playing with those people. With those people, the Texas cheaters, the Texas a-holes is what they were the other day. Hey, the uh, dad was just worried about if his ball went in the water, not about how it felt when it hit you in the chest. Yeah, I Forget know. about you. Where's my ball? I know that guy, of course, and that's the least surprising thing I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life, that that guy had that reaction in that spot. So funny. Hey, a word from our man Tom McKay. He's texted in a couple of times this morning, so I know he's tuned in. Uh, how about AV Consultations? Get your musical instruments ready, Buck. This is Tom McKay, owner of Audiovisual Consultations, and we'd like to take a moment to thank all of our clients for making the last 25 years both fun and fruitful. For those of you who have not experienced our services yet, we'd like to invite you to give us a try for all of your home electronics needs. We take care of everything from surround sound home theaters and distributed audio to computer networks, home surveillance systems, to a new television in the living room or bedroom. And we come to you. There's no need to leave your home to find great pricing and incomparable service. 
No traffic, inexperienced sales geeks, or pushy showroom tactics. Just give us a call and we'll visit you at your home or business to take a look at what you really need. Just relax, hug your kids, and smile. We make your electronics and life simpler to manage. So give us a call and discover what over 7,000 families and businesses already have. Audiovisual Consultations is the easiest, most complete way to enjoy today's electronics. Call us at 512-255-8678. That's 512-255-8678. Or online at avconsultations.com. Thank you. Thank you very much there, Tomas. Tomas McKay. <laughs> Tomas Love that. McKay. Love it. Love it, Tomas. Really good. I think he needs to do his next commercial needs to be with the Austin Symphony Orchestra. Oh. That's his background. How about that? Yes. Make the call for that one for Tom McKay. Uh, do you have a connection with them? Got a little connection, yes. Let's do it. We need to have some of their music, don't we? Like when Zay and Trey are having dinner together, their next gumbo session. How about this new show idea for five to six? Trey and Zay, two dudes, one spoon. <laughs> two dudes, one spoon. That is great. Oh, I love I... it. I love it. Don't go to dinner with those two guys, man. If you're, oh. if you're if you're if you're looking for romance, take those two with you. Yeah. To dinner. I, I did go get dinner with Trey last night. Oh no. He didn't ask everyone. you to have a, a cup of soup with him, a cup of gumbo. Want, I just want everyone to know soup. we had our own plates. Oh our good. Own spoons, forks, knives, cups. Wow. Everything. Good. There was no knuckles. You, knuckle. didn't do, you didn't do didn't do knuckles or napkins. None of that. You didn't try to wipe your mouth for you or anything. No, oh, he tried a couple of times, but oh, I turned him away. Yeah. Of course he did. He also asked the bartender to do it too. And oh my like, God. I'm not doing this. What a man. What a man. Hey, I went up and left for a second during that AV consultations commercial because I had forgotten something this morning. The randomizer? Well, the randomizer is making an appearance because we do have a giveaway wow. today. We're giving away a $25 gift card to Moonshine Patio Bar and Grill. We can go ahead and announce that right now. $25 gift card, Moonshine Patio Bar and Grill. All you have to do to enter that giveaway is leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube or send us a text to the code of text line, 512-222. Make it 50, BK. Make it 50. We'll double it up. Yeah. Oh. We'll double it up. Well, I've got the randomizer. You've got the, I don't even know what to call cards. that. I got the cards. Go ahead and do the do the randomizer. We'll give we'll give a one, one $50 in a way. We'll make it 225 to so the same person. All right. Now so you're talking. $50. Hold on now to Moonshine Patio Bar and Grill. Same way to enter. Leave a comment. Leave a text. Doesn't matter what you say. You just do that, and you are entered to win, and we will see what the randomizer does today. Love that new show, though, with Trey and Zay. That's great. Here's what I got. Oh, the Olipop is back. What is that? Does that say Cream. Yeah, I needed some cream in me this morning. Okay, Trey. (laughs) (laughs) Had to go run and grab me a little Olipop from the fridge. Is it nice and cold, too? Cold Olipop. Oh, it's so good. That is so good. Yep, if you haven't tried Olipop yet, you are missing out. The buck is hooked. Trey is hooked. Chip Brown is hooked. I'm hooked. Rodney's had a few on air. I mean, we all love it. This stuff is fantastic. And if one of your New Year's resolutions is to be a little bit healthier in 2024. Uh, Olipop makes it easy. If you love soda, well, this tastes like soda. This mm-hmm. tastes like a cream soda. It's fantastic, but it's also good for me. Prebiotics, botanicals, plant fiber, 
Got nine grams of fiber in this can, only 40 calories, zero grams of fat, just two grams of sugar. It's a great tasting soda that's actually good for you. They've got it wherever you buy your groceries. They also have it at 7-Eleven, too. Yes. Shout out to them. We love our great friends at 7-Eleven, another proud uh, partner, Patna. I don't know why. Yeah, partners. No, no, Uh, Trey and and Zay are partners. Partners. Yeah, Yeah, those are partners. Those are podsies. Broke back Texas sports unfiltered. (laughs) You got to make a movie poster with those two. Oh, my goodness. Dude, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, that's on them. Love Olipop, love 7-Eleven, love all of our great sponsors with us at TSU. Okay, Buck, I mentioned it a moment ago. Texas football did get some good news, right? Over the last couple of days, uh, we've had a bunch of Texas players announce that they are leaving Texas to head to the NFL. But uh, we've had a few guys say that they are going to come back for another year. Alfred Collins did it. Uh, Jake Majors did it. Baron Sorrell did it. And now yesterday... Texas got another piece of good news with the player announcing his intentions to return. David Benda, the linebacker, good. is coming back for one more season. And that is big for Texas. I will uh, share the screen so you can see a little bit of his statement. But uh, drop the statement announcing that he will return to Austin for one more season. And that's big because Texas is already losing Jalen Ford. He did not want to lose another linebacker because that position room is not all that deep right now. So David Benda announcing that he's coming back for another year. Great news for PK. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to have one of the, at least one of those guys who can return and and especially this guy's gotten a little bit better every year that he's played this position. I mean he's he's big, he's strong, he's physical, and I think last year showed you how he can run. I mean he's now found ways to maneuver himself in that middle, you know, in that area out, off off of the line of scrimmage. And I thought he did a good job. I think he was coached well last year. They can get just a little bit more, a little bit better right now, too. And I think that's going to help Texas. They need to have a veteran player like that around. I mean, he went sideline to sideline, too. It wasn't that he just showed up around film. I mean, you watch that guy run guys down. He he was a little bit quicker this year and being big. And he's a physical player. They need that. Yeah, I thought he got better year over year. But I also thought he got better during the course of this year. Yeah, like for I sure. thought you saw legitimate progression from David Benda from week one to the final week of the season. And yeah, there were some uh, rumors that maybe he was going to follow Jeff Choate to Nevada, right? Jeff Choate, David Benda's linebackers coach here at Texas the last few years. Obviously, Choate left. He took the That's head job at, yeah. at Nevada. And there were some rumors that maybe, uh, you know, David Benda had such a good relationship with Coach Choate that well, he felt like it would have been the right move for him to go there. But ultimately, uh, he decides to stay at Texas, and um, that's great. And you're right. I mean, he's gotten better every year he's been on the 40 acres. He has. Hopefully he can have that Jalen Ford type of leap to where he can become one of the more impactful players uh, in the conference. And that will be tougher to do, obviously, in the SEC versus the Big 12. But I think David Benda is going to be expected to be one of the best players. Hell, I expect him to be one of the best players for this Texas defense next year. Like, he wasn't always a starter. For this team, but I expect him to be pretty much a full-time starter in this Texas linebacking. It room. tells you he's a hard worker too, BK, with his improvement. I mean, that's that's his improvement is the kind of improvement I was expecting to see from Alfred Collins as time went on, or or even more because Alfred Collins is just built differently. You know, what I mean, he's built for where he plays. David Benda, I mean, is a big guy who moves around pretty well. I mean, I, I was always thinking 
that guy's going to have to lose weight to play that position, but he started, he fit in well. I mean, he started to carry the weight that he had around pretty good because he, he, he got in spots that he was supposed to be. Alfred is got to make that kind of jump that David Binder made. Yeah. You know, I'm expecting Alfred Collins to be one of the best players on this defense next year. Yes. Now, well, he what, has to be. Would I predict it? No, because that guy has not lived up to the billing, but like when you're talking about a fifth year senior, a former yes. five star, a guy who could have been an NFL draft pick if he decided to leave this year, then you feel like that guy should be one of your best players on no defense. Doubt. No and doubt. Like you said, he, he's going to have to be because Texas, look, they're not going to get identical production from their defensive tackles next season because they're losing the two best in the country in T-Sweat and Byron Murphy, but they can't have some major, major drop-off as they make the move to the most physical conference in the sport like they're going to need Alfred Collins to be a war daddy up front. And he's going to need to want to make some money next year. Yeah, it's his last chance, I think. I mean, yeah, he's going to the SEC. I mean, there's where you're going to make it. People are going to look at you. You know, they looked at you at the Big 12 and wondered, when is this guy going to produce? Well, now in the SEC, I mean, when teams see that guy's body, they're going to go, that guy must be a player. I mean, yeah. and they're going to look at film and go, he's all right. He's okay. But yeah. he has to make it so he's better than just okay. He has to be – he needs to be a special player for them this season. Sure. And, and that's not just – and, I mean, that's not just blowing smoke because of what he looks like. He has to get it done, period. I mean, I've been I've been looking at that guy for four years now wondering, when is it going to go off? What What is it? Is it the coach? Is it the player? Is it all of the above? But it's going to be on him now. This is fifth year. This is not on any coach. This is on him. He's got one of the best D-line coaches in the right. land with Bo Davis, and Bo Davis has a proven track record both at Texas and at other spots of being able to develop defensive linemen. So I don't think it's a question about the coaching, right? There have been times here at Texas where guys aren't getting developed, and you're like, well, is it the player's fault? Is it the coach's fault? Uh, usually it's a combination of both, but this time around, it's I, I, I can't blame Bo Davis. I see what he's done with, like, T-Sweat and Byron sure. Murphy and Keandre Coburn and Moro Ojimo and uh, a bunch of other defensive linemen that he's gotten the chance to work with over the years. And I know that guy knows what he's doing. Uh, Alfred Collins, it's make or break right now. I don't think he can do what Alan Bowman did and end up playing for seven years in college football. No. I think, I think 2024 has to be Collins' last season. Uh, he's got to be really good for texas and well i mean even if he had another year it'd be like let's move along let's go let's let's start working on somebody else here yeah 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 if, if 24 looks like the first four years for collins and he did have his best year uh and i do wonder if he was a starter for texas this season what the numbers would have looked like but no he was playing behind two potential first round picks like alfred collins clearly took steps he's clearly gotten better since his first year in austin but, uh, yeah, he was sitting behind the Outland Trophy winner and a guy who was the Big 12 Defensive Lineman of the Year in Byron Murphy. So not a 300-pound agile big man right now. Yeah, 6'5", like 315. Wow. He can move. This kid was a five-star for a reason. Like, there's potential within that young man. And we've seen flashes yes. of that potential. We need to see all of that potential for 12 games. Absolutely. I agree 100%. In the fall. And David Benda, not as much potential, not as highly touted of a recruit, but still have high expectations for him. And you think about this linebacker room now, Buck, like you've got Benda coming back. You've got Mo Blackwell coming back. And I, I think Anthony Hill is going to be more of an inside linebacker than an edge rusher. I do too. Yeah, because that it felt like that's what he was playing more of 
down the stretch this season. And then you look at what Texas has coming back and coming in at the edge position, right? They've got Sorrell back. They've got Burke back. Okay, your two starters from this year are returning. You've got Colton Vosick back. And then, oh, by the way, you added Trey Moore, who had 14 and a half sacks yeah. last season at UTSA. He's a part of the CAP program coming from UTSA to UT Austin. And then, obviously, Colin Simmons, the stud five-star from Duncanville, who's an edge rusher. Like, you've got five to six edge guys you feel great about. Uh, I, I got a hunch, Texas, and we'll see this when we get to spring ball, I think. Anthony Hill is going to be primarily an inside-slash-off-ball linebacker for this football team in 2024. But I think they'll use him as a blitzer inside, too. would go one-on-one against running backs and see if a running back can handle that monster. Mm-hmm. You know, so if they it, can't. They can't pick him up. There, that's a problem when he rushes. Yeah, if Hill takes a step, which I think we all feel like he can, because sure. he's a five-star kid who was awesome. I mean, I, I'll never forget that Alabama game for a million different reasons. But the fact that that was Anthony Hill's second ever college football game, and he was able to play as well as he did, that was remarkable. And it's not like oh, that was the only game he did something. No, that guy was second on the team in sacks this season, despite only playing edge for certain parts. Right. I mean, he was magnificent. So you're right. I want him blitzing. I just think he's uh, going to be more of an inside guy with him, Benda, Blackwell. Yeah. Not not a bad linebacking trio Absolutely. right there. So that's uh, that's where Texas is at. Johnny Nansen, the new defensive uh, co-defensive coordinator slash linebackers coach, he's going to have some pieces to work with there too, which is a good thing. Now, Coach Nansen, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you just read about him. Um, he doesn't have any NFL stints, does he? It's all been college, correct? It's all been college, I believe. Yeah, he worked with Sark at Washington. He worked right. with Sark at USC. Um, he's been at Arizona. He's been their defensive coordinator the last couple of years, and they mm-hmm. took big strides as a defense. Yes, they did. Right? I mean, that whole team did uh, from year one to year two of Jed Fish, but I've got the numbers typed out. I think they gave up 36 points per game in year one which was 2022 and then this year in 2023 they gave up 21.2 so more than a two touchdown decrease in terms of points per game allowed under the tutelage of johnny nansen that's impressive and arizona as a team went from five and seven to ten and three and uh, oh by the way something that i think excites every texas fan johnny nansen's defense beat oklahoma in the alamo bowl and they forced six turnovers in that game against OU's next quarterback, Jackson Arnold, and the Sooners. So one game, obviously, different school. He was the D.C. He won't be the D.C. here. But you talk about home run hire, at least on paper. Sure. And from everybody I've talked to behind the scenes, uh, that's exactly what Johnny Nansen is. He's also a stud recruiter, too. He's brought in some big-time guys wherever he's been. And uh, Texas is obviously going to benefit the, uh, from that, too. So Got to have it go. inside. That's great to hear. I'll ask you this, Bug. JSD hits us up on the YouTube comments line. Do you think Jalen Ford's stock went down this year as opposed to last year? He was so dominant last year. No, I think he could have gone to the NFL last year. I mean, if he was able to. I think there, I mean, he wanted to come to get better at, at the position this year. I, I'm not saying he was bad this year. It just the ball didn't end up in his hands a lot. He still made a lot of tackles. He was still around. He was better last year. There's no doubt about that. But he wasn't a scrub this year. No, I mean he had 101 tackles, which led the team. Number two on Texas had 67 
tackles. Yeah, I mean, that guy still has a nose for the football. It's just those interceptions. He, he made big plays, whether it was fumbles, making guys fumble, fumble recoveries, and interceptions. I mean, I mean, he's, he had two this year. He had four last year. But those four seem to be big interceptions when they happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. I won't disagree with you or with JSDTX, right? Like Jalen Ford was super dominant last year. His numbers in 2022 were a little bit better than his numbers here in 2023. Well, I can't say here in 2023 anymore because we're not in 2023 anymore. But uh, yeah, production took a little bit of a step back. Yep. The eye test not quite as good as uh, what we had seen the year prior. But Jalen Ford's going to get drafted. I don't know where. Maybe third round. Uh, if not that, you know, he'll be a day three draft pick. He'll get the chance to uh, fight for a spot on an NFL roster. And he's going to make an NFL roster because he's going to make it on special teams anyway. Yeah. And we'll see how he does at the combine, assuming he gets the invite to the combine. Like, he's got some physical tools that I think could work in his favor. I think he's going to crush the interview process. Oh, yeah. He's a big-time leader for this team the last few seasons. So, uh, yeah, we'll see where Jalen Ford ends up. Maybe, yeah, if he, if he had had as good of a year this year as he did oh, last yeah. year or even took a little bit of a step forward, then you could be talking about a second-round pick. Uh, but he might uh, might have his stock slip just a little bit from what happened this year. We'll see. I got to do more research and talk to more people on uh, on where Jalen Ford's going to end up. But he'll be missed. He it, It'd be awesome to have him back. I didn't realize he could have come back for another season, but when he uh, – made his social media announcement a couple of days ago saying he was leaving. I guess that indicated that if he wanted to, he could could have returned. Right. But I don't fault him at all for uh, taking his chances once again. Not he's in that be, position. No, 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 no. He's going to be drafted in April for sure. All right. Let's uh, shift gears here momentarily and get to some NFL. We also have a mock draft. Speaking of the draft that we need to get into, a couple of Longhorns. Uh, in the first round of ESPN's Jordan Reed's latest mock. But before we do all of that, Buck, another shout-out to another sponsor. Our good friends at Covert B Caves. Now, the Covert family, they've been selling cars, trucks, and SUVs since 1909. That's right. And they've been doing it in Central Texas like nobody's business. They've got Covert Ford and Chevy in Hutto, of course, Lincoln Ford in Austin. But out in beautiful B Cave, Texas, it is absolutely something special. Buicks, GMCs, Cadillacs, Jeeps, and Rams, Dodge, Chrysler, they have got it all. They've got 86 service bays awaiting you because they know your time is precious. And if you get your car in there, you want to get your car out of there. Really want to get it done in the same day. And most of the times, that's exactly what they're going to do for you. Go to covertbcave.com. Find out information on all the great specials that they have to offer you in 2024, especially in the month of January as we get into the new year. While you are there, say hello to Dan Covert himself, Mike, Stacy, and the whole gang out there. Nobody beats a Covert deal. Not now, not ever. The very best in the business. And like the Buck said, they've been in business since 1909, the year after the Buck was <laughs> oh, born. Great. Yeah, wow. We knew that was coming. Hey, we go from Covert B Cave to Cover 3. Yes. Oh, yeah, the best sports bar in all of Central Texas is Cover 3. They've got everything you want in a good sports bar. TV's everywhere, and they've got the right games on, too. That's key. You go to some places that call themselves sports bars, and they got, like, some random-ass replay of a college basketball game from 1994. Unless you're Kevin Dunn, you don't give a shit about that. You want to watch the good games. 
Or was they've there a reason? The good games. They've got the good games. They cover three. They'll put the sound on for the big ones, too. So that box is checked. They've got comfortable chairs and booths, too. I like that when I'm at a sports bar. But the food is next level. The Sean Adams prime rib sandwich is phenomenal. Uh, they've got the classic sports bar food, like the wings, the burgers, whatever. But they also have some elevated options, too. You're going to love everything that they've got, plus the full bar, great drink special, great happy hour prices going on, too. Uh, it's the place to go, not just for watching sports, but just to get a great meal. Cover three, the one on Anderson, my personal favorite. I'm there all the time. They've got the one in Round Rock. They've got cover two as well. Uh, it's the spot. Cover three. Check them out. Chip and Zay are giving away some gift cards to cover three. Nice. This week. So uh, make sure you're locked into that show from one to three this afternoon for your chance to win a $50 gift card to cover three. But uh, we love those folks, and we're super happy to have them on board here in the new year. Okay, Bucky, I will give you the option for where we go next. We can either do head coaching odds in the NFL, or we can do the latest mock draft from ESPN's Jordan Reed. Let's go to coaches. Let's go to that coaching carousel right now. We had some news yesterday, too. People are getting just axed all over the place. Yeah, what a stunner that was out yes. of Nashville. Mike Vrabel, who has had a ton of success as the Titans head coach. I know they stunk this year. And, and last year. The last two years haven't been good for them. No. Well, last year they uh, almost made the playoffs. Like, they lost a game in week 18. I think they ended up still with a losing season. I, I think they have back-to-back -back losing seasons, maybe. Yeah, I think so. They were in that winner you're in. Uh, yes. Win and you're in game against Jacksonville last year. And with a backup quarterback, they almost beat the Jags. Remember that? It was like Malik Willis and oh, that's right. Josh Dobbs playing quarterback for Tennessee, and they still almost found a way to beat Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville to make the playoffs last year, which to me means Mike Vrabel's a pretty damn good coach. And he's had a bunch of success in Tennessee. They went to an AFC championship game as a six seed one year. They were a one seed in the playoffs one year, and he's doing all this with like Ryan Tannehill as his quarterback. So... Yeah, I, I think Mike Vrabel is a hell of a coach. I think he is going to get the job immediately if he wants one. But that was a bit of a surprise. You, we, we talked a little bit, and I guess I'll give you some credit because you talked about maybe Mike Vrabel being in the mix in New England. But I think you thought that uh, he would just leave Tennessee on his own to take the Patriots job. Like he wasn't going to get fired there. Yeah, I thought he was going fired. into. I, did, I thought he was going in to talk about contract negotiations yesterday. That's what it sounded like. It was all about about how much are we going to have to pay you to keep you here? Yeah. That dude got fired. What the hell did he say yesterday in the meeting? Right. And and there was a, an initial thought right after the news broke that he had been fired that, okay, maybe Mike Vrabel like asked for it. Like the Titans might be undergoing a rebuild. They're probably going to lose Derrick Henry. And, you know, they're not sure if they have their franchise quarterback yet with Will Levis. And it might be a little bit of a, uh, of a painful process in Nashville. Yeah, I, maybe I think that's the part that they're happy with is Levis. And Derrick Henry is going to be gone. And yeah. they're thinking that Rabel is not getting with the times, that he's being more like Bill Belichick and not getting with the times and not worrying about the quarterback, but worrying about his defense and the run game. And I and, and Amy, the actress Amy Adams yesterday <laughs> decided no. I mean, that's who he met with. He met with her. I mean, what did she, what did he yep. say to her? What did he, what did yeah. he do to in that meeting that made her go, get out. Who knows, man? Who knows? That was a stunning twist 
yesterday. I don't think it's the actress Amy Adams. I think it's uh, it's not the, the redhead, the actress. No, no, no. It's the uh, descendant of the most hated man in Houston sports history, Bud Adams. Oh, let me see if Beatrice I can find Beatrice Adams. Beatrice it's Amy Adams. I got you. Amy Adams Strunk. That's her name, I guess. Post a marriage. Here's a picture of her. She doesn't better, look like Amy Adams. Better or worse than the actress? Uh, worse. Mm. So you're not in on this? No. Well, she no. wasn't in on Mike Vrabel. So no, she, no Mike in. said Mike said something in the in the meeting that that thing then went sideways because I can't imagine him going in there and doing anything after having two back to back losing seasons and now having a brand new quarterback and him wanting to turn around and give it to Derrick Henry 75 times, old-ass Derrick Henry, that even she said, Mike, are you going to get with the times or are you going to just try to play? I, I think they have a, dude, a new general manager also, right? They brought on last year, which doesn't help him out. Uh, that yeah. Do his job. Right, because the last GM was the guy who traded A.J. Brown. In oh, another, oh, yeah, he's gone. Another stupid move that the Titans made. Like, that's not Mike Vrabel's fault. Like the, the Titans roster kind of falling apart the way that it did is not the head coach's fault. It's the last GM's fault. He was an idiot, and he got rid of a bunch of good players and gave out a bunch of bad contracts to some not-so-good players. Yes. And that was that was stupid. So, yeah, I don't know. You think uh, Vrabel hit Amy Adams with uh, Oh, no. You're gone. What about You're, if it happens to be their fat little girlfriends? Too bad. Wow. Maybe he hit him with a rock. Maybe he hit him with a rock. Mm. You think he would say that in the meeting to her? Shut up, bitch. Oh, no way. Come on. He said something that went sideways in that meeting. Mm. That was supposed to be over contract negotiations. That's all that was supposed to be about. He got fired in the meeting. Here's what The Rock or here's what the Rock said. Well, of course, this is what The Rock said. Here's what Mike Vrabel said. Shut up, bitch. And here's what Amy Adams Strunk said. Excuse me, bitch. <laughs> what did you just say? Excuse me? You're gone. Mm. Your parking space is denied. Yeah. So wow. We've got coaching odds now. There are currently six openings across the NFL. We've got the Chargers, we've got the Commies, the Falcons, the Panthers, the Patriots, maybe. Yes, that's going to happen within 48 hours, I believe. Titans are also open, and the Raiders are technically open. They, they have not made a decision on their interim coach, Antonio Pierce, but, of course, they fired Josh McDaniels uh, during this season. So we'll start with the L.A. Chargers, because I think for most, that is the most intriguing job, because... They've got the best quarterback situation of all of those teams that are or could be looking for a new coach. The L.A. Chargers, want to take a guess on who the Vegas favorite is to be their next head coach? Harbaugh. Nicole? Jim Harbaugh. Minus 150. Harbaugh for sure. The next L.A. Chargers coach. Followed by, you got a two-way tie for second, Lions Jeez. offensive coordinator Ben Johnson. And Cowboys defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn. Wow. What do you think of Dan Quinn in L.A.? He'll find a nice offensive coordinator to deal with the quarterback, and he'll deal with that defense that is supposed to be good, but they aren't. They can't hire Dan Quinn. No? No. And this is not me, the Cowboys fan, wanting to keep Dan Quinn in Dallas. I do want to keep him in Dallas. But they have to hire an offensive coach. Yeah, they got to hire a coach that's going to deal with the quarterback. 
Yeah, the top mind in that building needs to be an offensive mind because they just hired a defensive coach in Brandon Staley. Now, Dan Quinn has already proven to be a better head coach than Brandon Staley. Staley's an idiot. So I think Dan Quinn would fix a lot of things. Sure. Los Angeles. And you're right. He would hire a good offensive coordinator. He'd have to. But no, you you got to bring in the best offensive mind possible. A guy like Jim Harbaugh could be that. A guy like Ben Johnson with the way he's resurrected Jared Goff's career in Detroit. Uh, he'd be that. They have to go offensive because the future of that franchise is in the hands of Justin Herbert. Yeah, and they he's, spent an awful lot of money on him, yes. He's got to figure it out for sure. Uh, Gabe says, what's wrong with Kellen Moore? You know, Kellen Moore's going to interview. I think he already did interview. Uh, but, you know, the Chargers offense was not that great this season. I don't know how much Kellen Moore helped himself out to go from OC to HC. In yes. Land. So that's your top three for the Chargers. What about the commies? Odds to be their next head coach. Um, this might be tough to figure out. If Bill Belichick's let loose, I mean, no, they got to go younger too. They they can't go with an old dude. They because they're going to have to. Re, speaking of offense, they're going to find out if Sam Howell is their guy or not. And you know, I think they're going to give him another opportunity to be their guy. So no, who Sam Howell? Yes. Why? I mean, he started in a lot of games this year. I think, I mean, he wasn't bad. I mean, they threw the ball around pretty well. They they got the number two pick. They're taking a quarterback. You think so? Oh, yeah. Otherwise, they got to sell the team again. No, yeah, Sam Howell, I mean, they might keep him around as a backup, but they, they don't want him to ever start another game hmm. out there. They're going to take a QB number two. I don't know. Bill Belichick on that list? Yeah, I guess there's a lot of similar names on these lists. Bill Belichick is fourth, but uh, Ben Johnson, the favorite for this one, the Lions OC. No, I think he'll take the Falcons' job. And then Eric Bieniemy and Jim Harbaugh tied for second. Bieniemy was the OC in D.C. this year. Didn't they hate him in the beginning of the year? Yeah, he was too mean to the players, wasn't oh, he? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Remember that story? Yeah, he's too mean. Falcons head coach, uh, their favorite is Bill Belichick at 3-1. to one. Really? Yep. Could that hot Lana for Bill Belichick? No. No, of course the uh, I see Arthur. him. I see him. I see if Bill Belichick is gone, I see Bill Belichick running Robert Sala out of the Jets out of there. Oh, would Belichick do that? Yeah, hell yeah, he would. Yeah, I think you're right. He'd run yeah. him right out of town. He's that petty that he'd go from the Patriots to the Patriots' biggest rival. Especially if he got Aaron Rodgers, he's get get an old ball get an old ball player like that at quarterback. Hell yeah! Mm. That defense with Bill Belichick. God. By the yep. way, the Patriots' defense was still pretty salty. Yeah, it wasn't bad. That offense is just horrifying. Yeah, they brought in Bill O'Brien to try to save their offense. No. What a move that was. Matt Patricia and Bill O'Brien. The last yeah, Bill time. Belichick with the Jets sounds more fitting if he's out of there. But that's going to be that, you know, that ends up being not just getting the coach. You're going to have to make that's going to be some trade stuff going on. You're going to lose a player there. Do you think Salah is out of there? I think if Bill Belichick is let loose by the Patriots, I think old Dusty Johnson Johnson Powder will give it a give it a shot at Bill Belichick if he could. Old Dusty Johnson Johnson Powder, yes. You know, why not? Yeah, the owner of the New York Jets. Well, if you do that, and then what if Belichick says no, then what do you do? You stick with Sala? I don't think he's going to like that very much. 
You won't have a choice. Nobody wants him. You can't do that, right? You can't you can't like start a coaching search while you're keeping your current head coach. First of all, all of this is in the workings with all these agents that have the that know about Bill Belichick. It's already in the works. It's true. Unless you're Miami, uh, then you're fine. But remember when Stephen Ross got caught for was old Brian Flores lawsuit a couple of years oh, yeah. ago for that whole deal when Bill Belichick texted the wrong Brian. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that, that that stuff is behind the scenes being worked out. Yeah, yeah they'll get they'll dump Robert Sala for Bill Belichick. But that defense, of course, have and then they'd have to find everybody on offense. None of none of his Belichick's kids could come with him. That little hobo that, that coaches the linebackers would be gone. A hobo? Yeah, they're all his kids gotta go. They can't come along. That's not the pack part of the package. Hmm. Okay. But Sala being gone would be part of the pot. Johnson would say Sala later. Bill Belichick, six Super Bowls. I think we'll take a chance on that guy. I'm tired of watching this guy kick my team's ass twice a year. So I'll just hire him instead. Yes. That'd be something right there. Um, Next Panthers head coach, the favorite there, Kellen Moore. Speaking of Kellen Moore, Panthers have to go offense because they gave up everything to get Bryce Young. Yeah, they got to help Bryce Young out. They got to make, they got to. They got to help him get better. Frank Reich was an offensive coach, and uh, he <laughs> that didn't, didn't even work. They get one season out there. Uh, Odds to be the next Titans head coach, Mike McDonald, who is the Ravens' defensive coordinator. Bill Belichick, number two, and Bobby Slowick, the Texans' offensive coordinator, <clears throat> already getting head coaching interviews. That guy, say was, that guy's going to get a job. Oh, sorry about that, BK. But right he's off not, the bat, that guy's going to get a gig somewhere. I don't, I don't know if he's ready for that. I mean, he's exceeded everyone's expectations with what he's done in Houston. The guy's 36 years of age. Maybe he's the he commander's guy. He was literally working at Pro Football Focus like a few years ago. And, man, people in Houston, I was doing radio in Houston when he was hired, right? D'Amico brought him in to be his offensive coordinator, and everyone's like, this guy? This guy who's never been a position coach anywhere. He was a passing game coordinator and an analyst in San Francisco. And this random PFF jabroni is going to be your offensive coordinator. And it's worked in Houston for sure. So, yeah, I, I, I think if he's smart, he'll turn it down. He'll turn down every job. I don't think he's ready. And I don't think his stock is going to fall because I think CJ Stroud and the Texans are going to be better. Right, you would think in yes. year two. So you run it back there, like what Ben Johnson did. He he was getting some looks to be a head coach last year, and he turned him down to stay in Detroit for another season. He knew if he had a good year with the Lions and Jared Goff continued to play well, that he'd be in the mix for some better jobs, and maybe he'd have his pick of the litter of where he wanted to go. Uh, and it clearly worked out for him. I could see Bobby Slowick doing that. I think he should do that. But maybe if he gets an yeah. offer, stuff yeah. to turn down. There's only 32 of them. In the world, well, for the Philadelphia Eagles, they better straighten that that deal out too, because their owner doesn't play around. And you know, he ran Andy Reid out of there pretty quick. He ran the the other dude out of there that won the won a Super Bowl for him too. Let's not forget that didn't take didn't take that dude long to be gone. Who Andy Reid? Well, not only Andy, his predecessor, right? Oh, Peterson, Doug Peterson. Yeah, I mean. I mean, won a championship. Next thing you know, he was gone in a year, two years, a year and a half, really. Yeah. Well, you think Sirianni's on the hot seat? 
I think it's it's going to get hot here shortly. If they lose to Tampa, then yes, going into next year, maybe uh, nothing's going to happen. Sirianni and things will change, and things will change because I think, I think Jason Kelsey, I think he'll retire. That offensive mm-hmm. line won't be the same. Some of those dudes are going to say adios. Yeah, yeah. Last one here for these coaching odds, and then we'll get to the NFL playoffs. What about Patriots? If it's not Bill Belichick, who do you think uh, the Vegas favorite is? Vrabel just went, into, just went into the Hall of Fame. It's not Mike Vrabel. He's number two. But according to the sports books out there in Sin City, Gerard Mayo, another former Patriot player. Linebacker. Guy who's been on their coaching staff for the last few seasons. He is Mayo, the, I wonder if he's on I wonder if he's in there the ring I mean the Hall of Fame. They just did that. Vrabel just got elected this year, I believe. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if Mayo's, Mayo's in there, but the Texans interviewed him uh, to be their head coach a couple of years ago. So he's gotten some looks around the league, and a lot of people think his future is as a head coach in the NFL. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like Vrabel should be the favorite there, but interesting that it's Gerard Mayo right now. So there's your uh, Vegas odds across the Unless league. Unless he goes in there and, and yells something to, to Robert Kraft, if Vrabel goes in there and he says... Shut here's up, what, bitch! To, to here's what Robert here's Kraft. what he'll say to Robert Kraft. Come on out, you rapist! <laughs> I mean, he better not. He'll be gone too. I'm going in, and I just want to negotiate my contract with with this lady, with Amy Adams, actress. And I said the wrong thing. I just yeah. have to say the wrong thing to her. It was a bad day, and I said I came out of a sentence with something silly. Next thing I know. I just lost my job as head coach of the Titans. I mean, I built that thing up. That thing was a piece of trash. Said something under his breath. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did she heard? Mm. Yeah. If I ever get the chance to speak with Robert Kraft, I'm asking him for one thing and one thing only. I need those tapes. Where are the tapes? And tell me who deflated the balls. You know the two mugs that did it. Give us their names. I'm looking more for the tapes from the Orchids of Asia Day Spa. You oh, can is that what you're looking for? Yeah, I want to see those tapes, man. I want to see what was going on there in Florida. People think I'm crazy for that, but I'm just a journalist, man. Yeah, Kraft has all of Brady's cell phones he gets rid of every other month, too. It's a good bit. He's got yeah. those in the vault. Yep, good bit right there. All right. Maybe Tom Brady comes back to be the coach. Isn't he due to be on TV here soon and make like a, a gazillion dollars? I think he turned it down. Like he had that deal in place with Fox, and I think he Said backed no. out because he's isn't he an owner for the Raiders? Like a part owner for the Raiders now? Yeah, he can't. I don't know if he can be on TV. I think that was sort of the conflict of interest. Like he had to make the decision on if he wanted to be a TV analyst or wanted to be a part owner. Maybe it starts this year. I, I don't know if we know exactly where things stand with Tom Brady on Fox. Maybe it's just next season is when it uh, it begins for him. I thought it was two years from when he when he got out of the biz. I don't know. I don't care too much. No, I don't want to hear him anyway. Yeah, I'm done with that guy. I am done with that guy. All right, an NFL was the interesting one anyway. Yeah, now she's out of the picture. Yeah, she was the interesting one. Not that whole relationship. Not that dude. 
Hmm. Is it worth it for Tom Brady to go back and play football for one more year to lose out on Giselle? Oh, that was dumb. I mean, he's he's probably doing okay out there on the open. Oh, I mean, he's gonna do he's gonna do okay no matter what. Mm -hmm. You know, not Giselle. No, I'm not gonna do that. Never again. Her Taekwondo guys doing that. Is that the word on the street? Yeah. Their Taekwondo instructor is yes, yes, putting another baby in there. Mr. Miyagi's doing that right okay, now. Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> all Taekwondo instructors. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi, amazing. Let me ask you this about these NFL playoffs that start okay. on Saturday. Of course, the uh, Texans and Browns play on Saturday, and the Cowboys and Packers play on Sunday in Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, six games: two Saturday, three Sunday, and Eagles Bucks on Monday night football and ask you about the wild card teams here, but there are six wild card teams, of course, in these playoffs, they will all be in action this weekend. Which of these six teams do you think has the best chance to make a deep playoff run? I'm not talking about just winning a game this weekend. I'm talking about winning a couple of games to get to a conference championship or maybe even the Super Bowl. Your six options in the AFC, you've got Cleveland, Miami and Pittsburgh in the NFC. You've got Philadelphia, the Los Angeles Rams and the green Bay fudge Packers. I like the Rams. Really? Yes. I think they're, aren't they the hottest of all these teams right now at the end of the season, offensively and defensively. I mean, they've got a lot of offense with the wide receivers, the quarterbacks playing great right now and their defense, as long as that monster is still, hanging around in that defensive line, they're pretty good. Yeah, I think uh, there are some Lions fans who are a little bit nervous about having to play the Rams. Of course, you've got the Matt Stafford revenge game angle. That's a phenomenal storyline in a weekend of a bunch of phenomenal storylines in these playoffs. But you're right, the Rams have won four in a row, and they've won seven of their last eight games. The only loss in that stretch was 37-31 in overtime at Baltimore. Team with the best yeah, record. I see a high-scoring game this week with them too. Yeah, so the Rams, and like you said, it's it's only been a few years since they won that Super Bowl. They still have the same coach, still have the same quarterback. Cooper Cup is still there. Aaron Donald is still there. The young uh, guy that caught all the touchdowns this year for him. Uka Nakua obviously has been uh, huge for them coming out of BYU. Uh, yeah, no, that's that is a dangerous Rams team. So their path, they've got to go to Detroit and win this weekend. That's a Sunday game, I believe. And they could potentially have to go to Dallas in round two. It'll either be at San Francisco or at Dallas, depending on what happens in the other wild card games. I guess if the Cowboys lose, then that obviously shakes things up. But um, those are the most likely opponents for the Rams. You think they could win either of those games? I do. Who would you uh, like their chances more against? Uh, the Sam Fran, they've seen them enough. Yeah, they did. Uh, they played San Fran twice this year, obviously, because they're in the same division. Uh, mm-hmm. The Rams just beat the Niners last weekend, but nobody was playing for either team, right? It right. was Carson Wentz against uh, Sam Darnold. Wow. In a meaningless game for Sam both Darnold teams. just fumbling the ball away. They played in week two back in September uh, in LA. The Niners won 30 to 23, so a pretty close game there. Um, yeah, it'd be the third time, obviously, those two teams would play. Rams are good. That's a that's a good pick right there. Because they've been I like playing the Rams right now, yes. Damn good football. 
Uh, okay, I'll go with somebody different then. I'll go with Cleveland. I'll go with the old man, Joe okay. Flacco, at quarterback. Uh, the Browns are the only road favorites in Super Wild Card Weekend. They're going to Houston to play a, a young, inexperienced Texans team. The Browns beat the crap out of the Texans in Houston right before Christmas. Now, C.J. Stroud didn't play. It's worth no. repeating. But uh, that that defense, man. I mean, we've seen Joe Flacco go on an elite playoff run and lead his team to a Super Bowl, and that was in 2011. It's a different Joe Flacco. But that Browns defense, man, defense wins. Hey, it's the same couch he got off of, though. You don't think he's upgraded his couch in the nope, last? It's the same one, man. Once you got that one that you that you're used to, you don't you don't upgrade. You just don't. You just leave it the same. Fits your body just right. When's the last time you've replaced your couch? Uh when I when I moved here, it's been four years. Okay, it's, yeah. it's the same one. It's the same couch that that we chose to to to, to bring to the house. It's not the couch that I had at my other place. There is no way that I could bring that filthy ass couch that I used to lay around on. No, no, no. No way. Joe Joe Flacco is bouncing around. House. Exactly. Joe Flacco has probably had four new houses since then because he's moved teams a bunch of times. You don't have. He's not getting off on the same couch or whatever you said. What is it? Get off on this? What are you talking about? (laughs) Getting up off the couch. Getting up off the couch. And this one's not going to last very long with me. Because one day my wife's going to come up here and it's not going to be the same couch. It's going to be different because this one sucks. <laughs> yeah, so you got to change the couch. You can't go with the same couch. Joe Flacco's going a different couch. He's been on five couches since that. That guy is year. older than I am playing QB. I mean, no, really. You're older than Susan B. Anthony, dude. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> he, no. he ain't older than that. That defense yeah. is going to... That's the only thing I worry about for the Texans this week is that yeah. defense of Cleveland. That's one of the best in the NFL right now. And they are, they're good on all levels. That's what's scary. And oh, yeah. that, that crazy idiot that plays defensive end for them is they better not have anybody hurt trying to, trying to protect CJ Stroud from him. That's going to be a problem. You're right. Yeah. It is the best defense. I'll, I'll one up you there. Not just one of the best. It is the best defense in the wow. league and it has been all year. And, uh, yeah, if they beat the Texans, they'll more than likely have to go on the road to either Baltimore or to Buffalo, which, you know, not easy. They'll be underdogs in that game. But and defense travels. Baltimore has some playoff issues. Buffalo has had some playoff issues. Uh, yeah, and Cleveland's going to be playing fearless, I think. So Sure. I, I think I am probably going to pick the Browns when we make our playoff picks on Friday. Uh, I think I am going to pick the Browns to make the AFC title game which is crazy, crazy to think about considering they lost their alleged rapist quarterback and they lost maybe the best running back in football in Nick Chubb early in the season. Uh, Remarkable what uh, Kevin Stefanski and that crew has done. And I think they've got a shot to do something special here in January. Stefanski's still going to be coach of the year or no way? He shouldn't be, but he will be. Like uh, D'Amico Ryans should be the NFL coach of the year. I will say that until I'm blue in the face. But um, Vegas odds seem to indicate that Stefanski's going to win it. Maybe they're wrong. They're not always right. That'd be nice. Only most of the time. <laughs> Only most of the time. Yep. So you're going with the uh, the Rams. I'm going with the Browns as the okay. wild card teams that we think can make the deepest run. 
I feel like we're probably in cahoots on the wild card team that has no chance to do anything. That's that's Pittsburgh, right? They got no shot. I mean, because T.J. Watt's not playing, too. Like Even with T.J. Watt, going to Buffalo and winning would have been a tall task. Yeah, no shot. That's got to be two touchdowns. What does that line look like, 17? No, it's not that big. I'll, I'll double 13 check. 13 and a half? No, like last I saw it was 10 and a half. Now it's, um, now it's 10. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is quarterback in that group in Buffalo. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Racist, I believe, is what Miles Garrett calls him. Uh, yes, it is Mason Rudolph and the 10 and seven Steelers who lost to the Cardinals and the Patriots this year. Who's their wide receiver? George, George Pickens, George Pickens sitting on the dock of the bay. I mean, Wilson Pickens. I mean, seriously, Pickens on the dock of the bay. There's a good fantasy Redding story. That would be Otis. Yeah. Otis Redding. Taylor Redding. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even know how to get, they can't get the ball to that dude. Forget about it. They're going to get smashed. It's the classic Otis Redding, George Pickens mix-up that happens all the yes, time. All the time. No, there's no way. They won't be within. This is this is where all of a sudden the, the Bills quarterback looks like the greatest quarterback of all time again. He's not gonna, he's not giving up. T, no TJ Watt to rush him. He's gonna rush himself for a hundred yards. No, uh, you're not allowed to make any. Gold star lock picks until Thursday, but it sounds like this could be a gold star lock for you this weekend. Yeah, this is this is a ten thousand unit play. Wow, on Buffalo. On Buffalo, yes. Okay. Bills Mafia will be just yeah, the Bills Mafia will be going crazy. This is it for Pittsburgh. Yes, and I know their coach will be back for another winning season next year, but but <laughs> little hands pick is he'll be back. Kenny Pickers, what- he'll be back. I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. Like you're probably right. It's more than likely going to be Tiny Hands Pickett. Yeah, he's coming as their, back as their QB because they spent a first on him what last year, but he ain't the guy, right? No, and that'll be in that'll be end of it too for their coach next year. Really? Too close a call this year. Ten and seven making the playoffs. Too close. Yeah, they're not. They're 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 going to have problems next year. <laughs> I think if he leaves, it's because he wants to leave. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to fire him. They don't fire anybody. They want to leave. He wants to leave. He should be leaving this year and get one of these gigs. Yeah, sure. And I I saw on SportsCenter the other day, they were talking about that. Maybe on NFL Live. They were like, could Mike Tomlin leave after this year? A bunch of teams would hire that guy. Sure. Oh, yeah. He's a great coach. Uh, All right. How about these comments here on the YouTube comment line? By the way, we're giving away a $50 gift card to Moonshine Patio Bar and Grill. All you have to do to enter is leave a comment on YouTube or text us on the code of text line, 512-222-9328. Uh, more comments do not mean more entries. You leave one comment or one text and you are entered to win the same amount of times as if you would leave 100 comments or 100 texts. Come on, Bennett. That's not nice. But we'll give that out before 10 o'clock when we hand things off to Wags and Rodney. CB says, don't shine, a, uh, don't shine a UV light on Bucky's couch. Couch is clean. I have something over. Oh, Mark my. says, just found the Zay and Trey OnlyFans page. <laughs> Those two are opening up a new restaurant together. Oh, That's what it is. I ain't eating that. Spooges, it's called. Oh, Splooges? Yeah, Spooges. That's, that's their new restaurant. Oh, man. It's so gross, dude. Lady and the Tramp. 
Oh um, my goodness. There's there's uh there's some weird enough people out there that yeah, they'd they'd go to a restaurant called Splooges. <laughs> I mean, really owned, owned by those two knuckleheads. Those two meeting you at the door with a spoon. Mm. I don't know what this comment means. Tommy boy got to taste that Kim K booty for a little bit. All right, moving on there. Shout out to Glenn. Please like this video if you're watching on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up. We really do appreciate it. It helps our channel continue to grow. Thank you guys for the love Doctors, and support. Doctors, I think Dr. Sarah's listening today, my neurologist. There you go. Went to see her yesterday. Everything okay? Everything is good. She just said, keep hydrating, keep doing. I explained to her about my ice cream habit. She said, that's a little much, but... She wasn't totally down on it. She didn't think I was going to lose any toes or an ankle or anything. She goes, but pint a day is probably not. I said, well, it's over with now. It's gone. My wife's back in town. Mm. That's that. That's over with. Yeah, you didn't need to go to the doctor to know that a pint of ice cream a day is probably not good for you. Yeah. Tastes good. Back to Ollie. Back on the Ollie popped wagon again, though. Got to yeah. have it. Gotta have yeah, it. Yeah. Shout out to uh, SentexTickets.com. If you gotta have tickets to the Cowboys game or the Texans game this weekend, uh, just head over to SentexTickets.com. They've got them on site for you right now. Any how, about my, how about my Woods Comfort Systems? How about that? Getting that bad boy ready for next week. Gonna get cold up in here next oh, yeah. week. SentexTickets.com if you need your tickets. But yeah, if you want to make sure that you're home, or place of business is yes. ready for the freeze that's coming next week. And I'm not oh. talking about that dude who runs at Atlanta Braves games. It's going to get cold as shit around <laughs> here next week. Get ready. Woodscomfortsystems.com. What is it? 67 going on 68? 60, yeah, going on 68. Years here in Central Texas. The best HVAC service you can find. Don't do this yourself. And don't no. just hope and pray like, up. Oh, it's going to be cold next week. I hope my stuff works. No, no, no. Reach out to Woods Comfort Systems. They'll come out and look at your system. If something needs repair, they'll repair it. If you need a new one altogether, they will install a new one altogether. Woods you know Comfort me, Systems. I'm worried about next week. I worry about the cold around here. I just, I just am. I've over the last two winters, I've, I'm a, I'm a warrior when it comes to that. Warrior. I'm just not a warrior. I'm not a warrior with it. I like to have stuff, and I've already made my pre-plans. I'm ready by probably by Friday. Well, I got to take my got to take the one Pyrenees, the eight month in. He's going to go in there and get some blood work done to de be denutted here shortly to calm him down. I know that feeling, oh. my friend. I know that feeling. But what? What do you mean you know that feeling? You got castrated. Well, and I just got, they did some blockage things. They Oh, you got the little snip-snip, the vasectomy. Yeah, they, they let the salmon not be able to swim anymore. They just mm. get to, they get to the dam, but they can't jump. You know what I mean? Can't go through. No, can't get through the dam. They can't get through the, the steps that lead lead up to the, to the open water. They can't get to open waters anymore. So, yeah, he's going to, he's going on Friday for preparation on that. You know what? For a long time, I didn't realize they didn't just get, they get the things taken right off. It took me a while. I didn't know that as a, as a teenager or a young adult that when they neutered a dog, they, they denutted them. Like they don't have any nuts left. These nuts are like gone. 
Yeah, what did you think happened? Same thing as what happens to a dude. Hey, I, I got, yeah. I still have these nuts, but I can't, I don't have any swimmers. I don't know. Why do they have to do that to the dog? I don't know. Different, that just seems wrong, doesn't it? Different anatomy. These nuts. It just seems like the wrong thing to do. Why? Uh, why, can't he, why can't he still have his little, why can't he have his little ping pong balls? I don't get that. You don't have to neuter him. You know that. Oh, no, no, no. He has to be neutered. Okay. It's your choice to to remove your dog's nuts. You're aware no, of this. I understand that. That dog, that dog looks at you with a funny eye sometime and he's big now. You know, oh, he's not like a schnauzer. There. He's not like a schnauzer humping your leg. That dude can take your belt buckle off. I gotta believe. So I'm, I can't have that going on. No, you around need me. that. You need that because it usually calms the dogs down too. Yes, and he needs to be calmed down. Yeah, he needs to be calmed down just a little bit. But why taking the why taking why are you taking the nuggets off? Why do the nuggets have to be removed? Why have to have surgery? Why can't we do that long needle that I saw sitting up on the desk? Mm. It doesn't oh, seem right. It seems like they should make some advances in that, doesn't it? Oh, you saw the needle? Yeah, I saw it, and I said, no, Doc, it's not a couple martinis. I need some dead up. I need to be knocked out smooth. I need to go Dr. Eckert. Knock me, knock me out. IV sedate me. Don't oh. give me anything local. I don't want anything local. They give you the option of actually being awake for that? Well, you're, well, you're, I go out. It doesn't yeah. take much for me to go out. I'm sure they I'm know me. I'm surprised that before I play around the golf, I have to take that Vicodin that I don't just drive off the road or something and fall asleep. Because oh, generally, if it doesn't take much medication to send me, you like the stuff that you have, the Robitussins you have, or the NyQuil you have, that stuff will put me out for eight hours of good rest. Really? So, so when he showed me that, though, and he told me what he was going to do with that needle, I said, that's not enough to knock me out, Doc. You got to do better than that. But I think we've come a long way. I need to find a, a vet that will not take his gonads off. I don't need I need them to just take the needle and do what they did to me. Why can't they do the same with a dog? Why do you care so much about your dog having nuts? I don't want I don't want the surgery on the poor guy. I'm the one who's got to pick him up and get him in the car. Right? Well, he's, he's gonna, gonna have he's, he's gonna, gonna have surgery either way. Even if they don't take the nuts off, he's still gonna have the surgery and he's gonna have to have that cone around his head for a while. You just, it sounds like you just like either looking at or playing with your dog sack. No, 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 this is not, no, this is not going to be a new show. Buck in the sacks. No, I don't no. know. I mean, like you're the only person I've ever heard complain about something like this. So it makes me think that you're doing some weird Aggie stuff with uh, no, your dog's just, nads. I can't just, I'm just wondering why go so far? When there's a needle that they use on a guy, why isn't the same needle used on a dog? Why does the dog lose his jingle bells? You know what I mean? Just doesn't seem right. Mm. Oh, because he's a dog? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the uh, anatomy behind We've why got that some works. vet that listens to us. We've got to have a vet to explain that. Oh, yeah? And there's probably, you know what? They probably have no explanations. It's just probably easier to put them in a little vice, twist them, and just snap them. You're going to it. <laughs> you're going to the vet on Friday. Ask the vet and I'm report back. I'm going to ask the vet. I'm going to yeah. ask if he says, "Oh no, we do it this way because of this," and he mm -hmm. says, "But there are others that do it the other way." I'm out. I'm pulling you're, my dog and running out the door. You're going to tell the vet, like, "Yeah, no, I want my dog to have nuts, but if not, 
I need those nuts in a jar that I can put by my bed. <laughs> Is that what you want? You want to no. see those every night? You're going to miss them so much. You want them in a jar on your nightstand? <laughs> I'm sorry, Doc Sarah. I'm sorry you had to listen to this part. <laughs> And this is her first time listening, and this is what yes. she has to hear. I'm sorry you had to listen to this. Oh. I said it would, I told her it would be different. She loves sports, but she said, I said, this is a little bit different now. And she it goes, is. Really? I'm like, Oh, yeah, really. It is Texas sports unfiltered. We uh, do warn the people in our name. We talk Texas, we talk sports, and we are unfiltered. So, wow. Uh, she's getting a dose of that last part today. Yes, but I'm healthy and ready to. Ready to rock and roll. Got another appointment on Thursday. Very good. Very good. Yes. Um, all right, before we get back into sports, I don't know if you've seen this yet. Trey and I talked about this last week, and I think a good percentage of our viewers and listeners have at least heard about this story, but have probably seen some of the video that accompanies this story as well. Uh, there was a guy in Alabama last week who crashed his car into a Bass Pro Shop and instead of, you know, I don't know, calling getting the hell out of there, getting help, getting the hell out of there, whatever, uh, he decided to walk into the Bass Pro Shop. And not only did he just walk in there, he stripped down completely nude and jumped in the aquarium. Where the tank where the bass are? Let's check out the, some of this video right there. Here he goes, jumping into that giant tank of water. That nasty-ass tank with the bass crap in there? Those two guys right there are two cops who uh, are approaching this man. You see him on the corner of your little screen there. He's completely nude. Tasing time. And he gets back out. And he says, hold on, cops. Check this out. Bang! He dives in the second time. You've got water going all over the tank and out onto the floor of the Bass Pro Shop. And you get a full frontal look at uh, this dude with some clear shrinkage going on. Oh, my poor kids looking for a rod and reel. Yeah. Well, they got, they the got rod. It. They got the rod. <laughs> and you can call the other part a reel, I guess, if you really wanted to. Oh, um, I'm going to tase him just for the hell of it. And then, boom. Oh, he no. He, he jumps out the tank and falls. Unfortunately, whoever was filming this didn't do a great job of getting the entire spill. But he spills. Oh, he's got <laughs> some. Oh, he's got some broken stuff. Yeah, take that arm because that arm's limber because it's broken. It'll get behind. Probably, take the other. Oh, the other one's broke too. That's Go probably ahead. A what? Fifteen foot fall, twenty foot fall. Onto that hard ass floor, that concrete. Onto, onto the hard concrete at the Bass Pro Shop, and I feel for the cops who had to handcuff this naked guy. That can't be why you got into the force. There he goes. Now so get yeah, some rope and drag get some rope and drag him out by his feet on that right across that floor. Yeah, you'll see. Uh, now he's rolling around, flopping he, like a. He dick looks fish. like a fish. He looks like a bass out of water. <laughs> Look, he's now trying to fight back, even though he's completely cuffed. And now he's getting pinned down. Dude, he's already hurt. That's a long fall. You know something's hurt on him. No, he's moving. He's oh. Oh, they are yanking him by that two broken arms. They're dragging him belly down, which means Johnson down. <laughs> oh, just on the concrete. Like, dude, that's your punishment for doing all of this and trying to flop around like a dead fish. Is We don't I'm care gonna, about you. I'm going to tase his nasty. His naked ass is going to get tased by me just for the hell of it. Just for funsies. 
Oh. Hey, we're cops. That's right. We have some fun every once in a while. But that dude right there deserves a naked tasing. You know that'll hurt because he's all wet and stuff. Oh, man. Just right on his ass cheeks. See what he does. See how he squirms around with that. Oh, you're, you're tasing him on the ass, not on the front? No, no. On his ass or on the bottom of his feet. Oh. How about a nut tase no. right there? <laughs> Come on. No. Get the groin shot like you had in, uh, what, the oh. hangover? Wow. Mm. So there's Boy, that's your a long uh, ass fall right there. There's your random. I was surprised that this did not happen in Florida. This uh, incident occurred in Alabama. Roll tide. Alabama man gone wild, huh? Alabama man gone wild. Crashed his car into the Bass Pro Shops and then uh, felt like that was the right. What about move. the poor bass? Now they got to take all the water out of that thing. It didn't Redo look it. like there were any fish in there, so maybe it wasn't a full-on aquarium. Maybe he maybe he was a employee there and found out they just cleaned the tank and he thought it was safe to go in for a dive mm. after driving through it. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know how you have to get to that spot or how you get to that spot to where that we center. humans are really silly sometimes. Yes, we are. Yes, we are, and we're thankful for that. Once again, <laughs> yes. Sorry, Sarah. You report, we decide. Sorry, Doc Sarah. Sorry about that, Doc Sarah. Any word yeah. if uh, Doc Sarah, there's no way she's still listening right now after the oh, last no, she's, 15 she's probably gone. So she's probably, she's, yeah, she's working. Married to Dr. William Cannon. <laughs> no. We know about that. Oh, my it, goodness. Amazing. Okay, but I got about 15 minutes left in today's program. Uh, how about a shout out? Have you given love to Texas Orthopedics yet this morning? I have not said anything about our wonderful group at Texas Orthopedics. If you're seeking that specialized patient-focused orthopedic care, contact the experts at Texas Orthopedics. Their physicians offer surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for children and adults, of course, spinal care, sports medicine, trauma care, joint replacement, rheumatology. And, of course, Dr. Christopher Danny and Dr. Christopher Stockton are dedicated orthopedic surgeons there, and their goal is to get you right back into that good uh, health and uh, that great quality of life that you definitely deserve. Texas Orthopedics is the largest independent orthopedic practice in the state of Texas. For more information, go to txortho.com. Yes, indeed. Love our friends at Texas. That guy's going to need some orthopedic care on that shoulder of his that landed on that con. Well, it's busted. And then that guy yanked it back and cuffed it. Oh. Oh, man. Man. Yeah, that. that and he's dragging him by the hands, but the D is just, oh. <laughs> Talk about rug burn right there oh. on the Beans and mash. God bless it, dude. Dude, that's a fall and a half. And you're, yeah. you know what? You know, I'm I'm an expert in falling because I have a fall school S tour. But you know, Tua's made it through the year and he owes me some cash. He owes me a little bit. Well, it's not quite over with yet, but I don't know if I've got a fall a, a school for a guy that falls like that. Because his head was a part of that too. Shoulder and head hit too. That's that's a long fall for that dome. And obviously, yeah. there's nothing in it, though. It's empty. No, no, nothing to hurt in there. Wow. Oh, man. Shout out to Texas Orthopedics. Also, shout out to our friends at Jack Allen's Kitchen. And instead of doing a normal live read for Jack Allen's Kitchen, I'm going to read a Google review. All right. It's not just us telling you about how good Jack Allen's is. This is the people of Central Texas talking about this place. Here's a five-star review from Alejandra Garcia. Shout out, Alejandro, if you're listening this morning. Two weeks ago, the steak fried chicken, a signature dish, embodies the perfect marriage of crispy, golden brown, perfection, and succulent, well-seasoned meat. 
Each bite is a symphony of textures and taste that leaves patrons raving. The desserts on offer are nothing short of spectacular. From indulgent chocolate delights to light and refreshing fruit-based options, there's something to satisfy every sweet tooth. The drinks menu is equally impressive, featuring a curated selection that complements the hearty flavors of the main courses. From craft cocktails to a wine list, the beverage offerings add an extra layer of enjoyment to the dining experience. With its warm ambiance, stellar steak fried chicken, delectable desserts, and fantastic drink options, this Austin gem captures the essence of Southern hospitality and culinary excellence. Awesome. That is awesome. And don't forget, if you snuggle up to the bar, they'll slide one of those Allstat beers right there in front of your face. For yes, sure. they will. They'll slide yes. 10 of those Allstat beers. <laughs> I don't know if they'll give you 10, but... Well, yeah, they've, they've given me a few. Want. Yeah, they can get a few there for sure. I've seen them do it before. Yeah, and they said, uh, okay, we'll give you this 10th Altstad if you give us your keys. Like, yes, please. Deal. Please, yes. Deal, deal, deal. Love the Altstad beer, the best beer that you could find all throughout the state of Texas. Uh, pick it up at the grocery store, the liquor store, wherever you buy your beer, or at your favorite bars and restaurants throughout Central Texas. Uh, it's Altstad beer, no impurities, no regrets. How about that review, though, from Alejandra, dude? Good job. I don't, I don't know what steak fried chicken is. I feel like it's chicken fried steak, but hey, All doesn't right. matter. Yes. Beautiful penmanship from uh, Alejandra, and we agree 100%. Jack Allen's awesome, awesome, I'm, awesome. I'm going to grab some of that tonight for my wife. It's time for some ruby rainbow trout tonight for her. There Getting back go. to town. A little Roy G. Biv trout for uh Yeah, man. Got to do that. Just I'm getting sure. back to town. She had a nice trip to see her 95-year-old mama. Yes, indeed. Yes. She still drives. That is not good. What? Where's she living? Idaho? Yeah, Livingston. Okay. Well, then, doesn't affect us. No, no. It's not going to Livingston, Idaho anytime soon. No. Uh, but that is terrifying. 95? Yeah. Nope. She, yeah, once you hit, like, 75, you should have to take a driving oh, test. Once you get my age, you got to. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. I need yeah. to retest some of these folks out there. Don't do that. That's taking away their freedoms. That that hurts them. I mean, but better to hurt them with their freedoms than to run me over standing on the side of the curb. You yeah, know? F your freedoms. I'm trying to live. Okay. <laughs> I can't live if you're driving 20 miles an hour on the highway, granny. By the way, just a tip for you people that think when you go to those to the corners of these these streets here in downtown Austin and you press that button that it's gonna the light's gonna change, false. It's going to stay on its same timer. That crap doesn't work. That's just a setup. Have you ever hit the button and it changed like right away? No, it doesn't change. No. That's just making you think that they're doing something special for you. They're not doing anything. You're just touching the button that somebody else touched. That's all. And you get to hear that guy inside the machine say, wait. <laughs> yeah. Ten, nine, eight. I mean, that, that thing doesn't work. You no, fool. I can't I yell at people. I actually rolled down the window and leave that button alone. Don't touch that. How did it take you this long to figure that out? That button. Oh, no, I, forget. I know there's some okay. people who are still naive to think, no, 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 the light just changed for me because I hit the button. No, there are people out there still believe that that works. Now, that button doesn't do jack, you know what. All it does is give you a nasty thumb that somebody else has put in their nose or in their butts and touched it, and you went and touched it again. Oh, oh. I never I never go raw dog on that. I always, <laughs> I always go with like an elbow. You elbow that or thing? If I'm wearing a jacket, I'll like use the jacket to cover my finger. Oh, really? Yeah, I have, no. I have, I've touched that one time in my entire life, 
And I said, this is this thing doesn't work. Hmm. I was like a high schooler. I said, this thing is not, wait a minute. This is supposed to change. I'm supposed to run up here and change and get to cross the street. You're in a car. You can wait. I'm like, oh, it's doing the same thing, you yep. idiot. Wait. 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 Trade nine, eight, <laughs> seven. <laughs> like when you're trying to get across the street, I'm like counting the numbers and running across the street. <laughs> Almost killing myself to get across the street. Oh my gosh! Got them. I love them. They're all over Congress. I love that. It makes me laugh. Then I see people like on South Congress, way South Congress, you know, past the water there, over by St. Edge. They use those things like they're magic. And I just get to the light and I roll down the window. Get your hand off the effing button, will you? I'm trying to get home here. Even <laughs> I'm not waiting for you. I don't care that that light is blinking red. I'm oh, driving. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hurry driving up. right through that son of a gun. You go ahead. Yeah, hurry up. Get a car next time. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man, man. All right, last sports story here. We've got a new mock draft, and maybe we'll dive into this a little bit more tomorrow, but I do want to mention the uh, Longhorns who found their way onto ESPN's Jordan Reed's latest mock draft. This was released uh, this morning, as a matter of fact, so brand new stuff from the Four Letter Network. Two Longhorns in the first round, according to Jordan Reed, both at the back end of the first round. You've got one Longhorn going number 26. You've got another horn going 29th. You care to guess? You've got a lot of borderline candidates for Texas this year, right? It feels like most of the guys who are headed to the NFL are first or second round picks, and you're trying to figure out, okay, can they sneak into the back end of night one? Or will they end up falling to day two? Uh, I'll let you guess. Give me the two guys that you think Jordan Reed has in his first round right now. Worthy and sweat. Oh, for two. What? Yeah. Oh, don't come in with Sanders. Oh, for three. And you hate Sanders. There's more proof that you hate no, Sanders. No, 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 no. He's just. Miss you. Oh, for three. Oh, for three. Yep. Mitchell. AD Mitchell. Jordan Reed has him going 29th to Buffalo. How about that? Josh Allen slinging the rock to not an I Mitchell. Hello. That's a great situation. Like being a late, obviously, you'd rather be a high first round pick. It's more money. Great win there, though. You get to brag about that. But yeah, when you're a late first round pick, you get to go to a really, really good team. More often than not. And Buffalo is a really, really good team, and they've got one of the best QBs in the league. So, yeah, if you're out of Nye Mitchell, I know it's cold up there. It's a big uh, culture shock going from Georgia to Austin to Buffalo. And being a but, Texas kid, woo. Yeah, but that, uh, yeah, exactly. Growing up in uh, the Missouri City area down in H-Town. Shout out to the 281. Um, yeah, that's a big change, but you would take it to get to be on Josh Allen's team for sure. For sure. sure. So that's one. That's the Longhorn going second here. You're missing the guy going 26th. Can the kicker go? No, not Bert Auburn. Not Sideshow Bert. He ain't Come on, man. going pro or going in the first round if he was going pro. Oh, Sweat's running mate. No, he's not going before he is. No. Sweat's running mate, Byron Murphy. Going before him? Jordan Reed has him going 26th to the Houston Texans. How about that? Byron Murphy 
taking the trip down 71 and I-10, going from Austin to Houston. Here's the little description you get for Byron Murphy. Uh, quote, yes, the Texans' defense has already shown promise in its first year under D'Amico Ryans, but it could go to another level if Houston adds a disruptive defensive tackle this offseason. A versatile three technique, Murphy broke out in his first season as a starter, posting a 12.8% pressure rate and five sacks on the interior. He's also able to penetrate the first level against the run and make plays in the backfield, end quote. So there's your little description from Jordan Reed of ESPN. How about that? Byron Murphy going in the first round and going before Tavondre Sweats. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Sweat first. I'm going to take a guy who really can use up two guys with his girth and mm-hmm. still maneuver enough to get some pressure on the pass. Right? I like I like Murphy. I like him a lot. I think his his penetration, I think his his year one to year two as a starter was fantastic, but I'm not taking him first before I take Sweat. That that 360-pounder, I got to have that guy. Well, Sweat, I think Sweat's going to lose some weight. Now, he's not going to be like 315, 320, but I, I don't think he wants to be – he wants to be in the 50s, 50s, high 40s, maybe. I, I think 40s more than likely. Like, I don't think NFL teams want anybody that big. Like, and look, Sweat's already pretty agile for a dude his size. He's just an athletic freak. But imagine if that guy's playing 15 pounds lighter than what he was playing this year, and he's still really strong. And, but, you know, you won't even notice 15 pounds being gone off of that dude. Exactly. Well, if it's the AI-generated picture of Devon's <laughs> race, but maybe you would, but... Yeah, Is I that think he's gonna ever going to go away. Are we always going to keep that picture? I can't laugh at it anymore because we lost, and he didn't. He didn't play that well in the Washington game. So now, now it's not funny to me anymore. Now it just makes me sad. Sad to see that picture. Like, why did they make fun of him? Why are they making fun of the big kid? I wish. I wish he did sit on Michael Penix Jr. Like the Facebook commenter said, maybe Penix wouldn't have played as well. You're right. And yeah. throw for four thirty. God, ridiculous! I, I, I think I like. I think I would lean Byron Murphy right now over T. Sweat as an NFL okay. player. I think Sweat was a better college player, um, but like I, I like Byron Murphy a lot, man. I like the skill set, the fact that he was able to get pressure as a pass rusher up the middle, and he's good against the run. Now he's Both, not as tall, is he? No, he's like six foot, six one. I mean, he's like he's like similar in st- uh, stature to Aaron Donald. I ain't saying he's the next Aaron Donald. Let me go ahead and okay. put that on the record, but. Similar size and stature to that guy. Um, and, yeah, I just – I like the production this year. I like his motor. Not to say that I don't like either of those things with T-Sweat, but right now, if yeah, you ask me – reminds me more of Casey Hampton. Yeah. Right now, if you ask me who I'd rather have on my NFL team between Sweat and Murphy, I think I'd go with Byron Murphy. I really do. Yeah, he moves like Hampton moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. But A.D. Mitchell – so no Xavier Worthy, no Jatavion Sanders, and no Tavondre Sweat in this – first round now you look at a different mock draft you'll see those three guys in and you'll see mitchell and murphy out so you really do have five borderline first round picks for texas it'd be awesome if all five of those guys would end up going on thursday yeah that'd be awesome is right. one or two you know if they all five go in the top 40 or 50 picks which is what i expect to happen well uh, mitchell's consistency is incredible so oh yeah his hands are just and I, I just think he's he makes he, he's the guy to make a quarterback happy. You know? I didn't hear I didn't hear this, but uh, shout out to Duty Price for 
making sure we uh, went back to a comment you made a moment ago. Why do you guys have to go to these things? What is up with you, duty? You said it. You said T-Sweat uses up two guys with his girth. Well, yeah, I mean, when those those double teams are hard. It's hard to double team that. Oh, now you're talking yeah. about double teaming. Yeah. Oh, no. See, I shouldn't even say that. That's another one that you can't. You just can't use these kind of terms, you know, yeah. with you people. I, I don't know why you're blaming us for this. This is you talking about using up dudes with girth and double teaming guys. <laughs> wow. Yep. Hey, before we bring on Wags and Rodney, it's time to bring out the randomizer. Oh, yeah. Bring it up. We've got a $50 gift card to Moonshine Patio Bar and Grill to give away. By the way, I think uh, later this week, Chaos Theory is going to be giving away a copy to either Madden or FIFA. So we've got giveaways on all the shows all week long and all the time. That's what we do here at Texas Sports Unfiltered because we love you people. Randomizer. There's those sounds. I got to get some like real sound effects here to play for this shit. Let's uh, let's let's try this. I'll never have the flu. I'll never have the flu. No, you will not. Neither will I. The randomizer has spoken, and today's winner, the fifty dollars moonshine gift card, is Edward Hoffman. Hoffman, way to go! Congratulations, Edward. Please uh, shoot us a text on the code of text line five one two 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 nine three two eight, or DM me on Twitter. And uh, we'll get in contact, and I'll get your address so we can send you that gift card for Moonshine Video Bar and Grill. Congrats, Edward. Thanks to everyone for listening. We've got more giveaways, so if you didn't win today, no problem. You'll win something. I'll leave you with up. this, you boys. Look, Rodney, see this? Rodney this is Wax. a Blackberry. This is oh, <laughs> the greatest invention made to mankind. Right is that now. real? Is that thing still active? Yes, it is. I had to look for some numbers. This one is. Is that the curve? Is, no, that that that's way back. That's way back. Hey, so, somewhere I have I have one of the magenta flip phones. Somewhere I gotta find it. I gotta find it. I don't know where it is. And does the little ball on that thing work? Yeah, the little yeah the little yeah it does. There's that ball conversation again. Yeah, watch it out. Watch out for that ball. My poor dog has ahead, losing hey, balls. Hey, Bucky, make sure you make sure you thumb that ball just right. Like yeah, I do probably. that. Yeah, like I do the thing that crosses the street, turns the lights. To make oh, a red man, that thing. Yeah. yeah. I People love what you believe guys that worked, Rodney. They still believe that thing yeah. works. It's like, it's like, stop. It's like, <laughs> come on. What, what the hell is that thing? I mean, geez. Why do they put those on there? It doesn't work. Oh, my God. That thing is so stupid. I mean, I think it just like activates the light and you're sitting there. I don't even pay attention to that shit, Buck. It's like, I just fucking go across. When, when I, I, yell I, cross, people, I, cross. I yell at people that I yell at people when I'm in a car that hit that thing going, it's my turn. No, it's not your turn. Wait your turn. Yeah. Quit touching that. It doesn't work anyway. Is jaywalking still a thing? Uh, I mean, I yeah. just walk. In downtown Austin, I believe it is. Yeah, I do. I get, I, I've not had anybody stop me, but I go across whenever, yeah. whenever I can make it across like an old man. Yeah, well, I'm right hey, there with you. When you, did, hit you the boys, did you guys happen to see the, the picture, you know, when BK asked about pictures from Louisiana? Did you see the picture of Trey and Jay spooning? I saw that when it came across. No. And, no, and I, I was like, not. what in the hell is that? Look. Why are two men sharing gumbo out of the same? It's how are they? Look at this. Oh, they're, they're dipping their spoons back and they're eating gumbo together. Bucky, I had my wife there and we didn't do that shit. You saw her. <laughs> she had her own shit. <laughs> that's what, was like, that's what uh, BK said. Why no. can't they have their own bowls? 
They look, look, I mean, they look like they're on their first. They look like they're enjoying their date. Look at that smile on their face. They do. They look great. I mean, they look. They at least they're they're happy, guys. Why are we faulting them for being happy? I know that's what Trey said. Trey said we. Trey said we all need more of this together. I like two spoons. How about two cups? About two separate cups. He says, I would have no. wrapped my arms. I would have wrapped my arms around each other, like intertwined my arms and fed each other the spoon. That's what they were going to do. That's what's coming next. Well, that's episode two. I was, I was kidding. So no, is that, that no. is that the night they went to the Sheridan with with Chip Brown and his that's wife? Chip took the picture. Oh, okay. Well, that explains it. We we know how Trey was the next morning. There is yes. no telling what the hell went on that day or the, after that picture. Do not ask for any more pictures, BK. Leave it be. Just no. Yeah, that no, one did not make the social media post. We left that one. <laughs> not no. that there's anything wrong with that. No, no that's no, the way you no, want to go. No, I, yeah, there is something wrong with here. that. Every, every team is welcome. There is hey, something right. wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being gay. These guys are married and they're cheating on their wives with dudes. There is something wrong with that. I'll go ahead and step up and say it. Is that broke back tray there? Oh, I, mean, I don't know how to quit you. Okay. Oh. All right, I got to go later. <laughs>